true, though. It's true, yeah. though. They're uh, unparalleled. Unparalleled. Well, they're paralleled. They're paralleled by, by people in the same shit level of craftsmanship that I'm at. <laughs> there are people out there who are unparalleled. They're perpendicular. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. If it comes to craftsmanship and, like, building things, mm-hmm. like, especially, like, carpentry, yeah, I'm so fucking bad. Really? I'm terrible. Like, it's, is it, like, a, like, a geometry thing or an angle thing or your brain just can't, like, because I'm like that with math. I think it's because, I think it's using, like, uh, heavy tools. Okay. Yeah, and then, like, um, I, I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm just, like, I, I psych myself out about it. Yeah, I just, that could be Yeah, it. I don't I don't really like doing, uh, like, wood, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not a huge fan of doing woodwork. Okay. I, I, I'm more of a fan of, like, building things, like, when it comes to, like, small things. Lego? Yeah. <laughs> Constructs. Yeah. yeah, I'll start from Lego and go up from there. Yeah. Is that I, if I you have to do it for somebody, or is it in general? Probably in general. Yeah. And so, I, and like, I, yeah, and that's something I, sh- I actually want to like rectify. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's good. Yeah. Not, not to be like, really, Raj. Yeah. That, that, that's the kind of thing you want to fix for you. No, I mean, uh, that's good. It's yeah. like you want to make that like a part of your life that's better. Yeah, because I, I would like to. Yeah, I think it's. I think everyone should know how to do. Like, I like, I like being technical with cars. I like, uh, um, I like building models and stuff like that. So I like actually like like doing like you know, like tactile, tactile work. Yeah. Tangible things. Tangible being things. Built by your bare hands. Exactly. Not to get like you know gender specific here and you know infuriate mm. social justice warriors, yeah. but that is a very guy thing. I think it is. Like yeah. guys like to like build things with your hands. Yeah, put but the house up. Yeah, because like you, but yeah, even I do so know a lot of women though who are a lot better at that shit than a lot of guys I know. Yeah, I would uh, like if my, you know, if I had a wife and she could like you know build a coffee table, that'd be fucking awesome. That'd be pretty great. Yeah, exactly. My mom, ever since I was a little kid growing up, was always the hands-on person mm. in our family, and I think that's where I get it from. Like she's very analytical of the things that she sees, mm-hmm. and she wants to like like fix problems yeah. within like anything. If if a light switch isn't working right, mm-hmm. she'll figure out how to fix that thing. Oh, okay, and I, I kind of get like she, she got a very investigative mind, mm-hmm. so that's kind of like where I kind of picked that up. when I was a kid, my dad just couldn't give a shit. Uh, he just he was like fuck it, whatever, call somebody or like use it broken. Yeah, whatever. We're just gonna <laughs> that's how it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. I wish I yeah, because my dad's really good at fixing at fixing vehicles and stuff like that. Yeah, and but uh, I'm uh, my b- and my brother is very good at that. I mm. missed that completely. It just wasn't something you were interested in at the time. Yeah, I'm into cars like in another way, mm-hmm. like how my like in my brother like brothers. I I like to see them as engineering marvels. Yeah, you and you like, it art. like art. Yeah, yeah. So I like I like them at that level. I'm like I can I know how an engine works. I know how it like uh, how it functions. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I just have to make that small jump to be know to know like how to repair things, how to change a spark plug, for example, yeah. th- and all that stuff, right? But um, when it comes to like actually doing like real engine work, mm-hmm. hardcore, uh, yeah, I can't do it, and I, th- that's something I actually should fix too. But if you get a Tesla, you don't have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I actually saw one the other day. Yeah, yeah, I saw is not the S. I think it was like a like like an X or something like that. The SUV? The was. Uh, no, it was a little one. What's the little one? The four door. Well, it was big. It was pretty beefy, but it was the four door. Yeah, that's the, that's the S. Oh, was it the S? Yeah, maybe it was the S. Yeah, I d- yeah I drove the uh, what I, I drove the P eighty five D version. Yeah, because there's there's different models you can yeah. you can drive if you wanted to, but like I drove that version. Um, yeah, those things are in, they're incredibly fast. Yeah, I, I I mean he wasn't flooring it. It just looked really nice driving around. Yeah, I just uh, yeah I couldn't believe how like they're quiet too, mm-hmm. and uh, but. Um, that Model S, it's hu- yeah, you're right. It's huge. It's pretty beefy. It's a big yeah, it's car. It's pretty beefy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I mm-hmm. mean, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna knock on it. But I mean, I would want a smaller. Like, I don't want something as little as a Prius. Yeah. That's too small. Uh huh. It's like it's ugly. Well, the the new ones are nicer looking, but the Prius generally is like a. Yeah, Prius is like actually the new ones are actually they're not small. They're well, they're they are bigger. Every yeah. car gets every car gets bigger. Well, there's there's three versions now, right? Like there's like a little one, the regular one, and I was like a slightly beefier one. Yeah, there's like a. 
almost like size of a um, almost size of a Corolla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if not more. Because um, them Corollas, they're fucking huge. Yeah. Anybody yeah. knows anything about Corollas? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, my family's had four of them. Yeah. Yeah. So we've gone through the whole generation. Yeah. And uh, well, Corollas back in the I mean they're not huge. We're just fucking around. But like the old Corollas were puny. Like they were so small. Oh, the initial they're tiny, yeah. yeah, they were so small, but they were awesome cars. Yeah, they're great. Like I have one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. But um, yeah, like I used to work in a place where I used to drive mail around. Mm-hmm. Uh, here in town, it was like a private service, like a courier service, and we had Corollas. And man, like I fucking fell in love with that car. They're just they're little, they're zippy. You know what you're getting. You're you're not getting like you know a three hundred and fifty. You're not getting any four forty. Yeah, you're, <laughs> not get, you're not getting torque or speed or whatever. It. It's a city car. It's a city car. Yeah. Incredibly good on gas. Reliable, turn your brain off. You yep. don't have to worry about just oil changes and just uh, the car. That car will take care of you. Yeah, it'll take care of you. Yeah. And if you if you just need to, you know, get in front of somebody every now and then, you can put it down on automatic. Or if you got a five speed, you can you can downshift and you get your job done. They're yep. they're a cute little car. A great car. That yeah. Great I, little car. I endorse them completely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, I kind of find as much as I want to say like, oh, like, like, like the electric car and the self driving car, mm-hmm. the way of the future. Corollas, man, are pretty fucking great on gas, yeah. and they're they're getting that they're getting that job done. Yeah, they are. Um, like, uh, yeah, because mine is like it gets. I rarely have to fill it, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, you're right. Yeah, it's a six speed. Um, yeah, I have no complaints. I wouldn't take it off. I would. Ha- I wouldn't take it to like on a high. I wouldn't take go on major highway trips with it. You uh, wouldn't. I wouldn't because um, you totally could. I, I mean, could. Yeah, it's not like a it's not like a scooter. Yeah, it's uh, the only thing is that I have to get bigger tires for because I, I have sport tires on mine. Oh, there you and go. you can feel like they're like painted on the wheels. The, yeah, the tires. That, that's what they feel like. You can feel everything. Man, years and years ago, I had a uh, a Cobalt, a sh- good old Chevy Cobalt, Cobalt Super yes. Sport. Yeah. It had Pirelli tires on it. I don't know why the fuck you would put Pirelli tires on a Cobalt, but I mean the price is right, and I had a really good deal on it. Yeah, got it new from the uh, from the old Chev there, but um, man, if you went over a pebble. Your ass is feeling it. Yeah, I know. It was ridiculous. Like I, I couldn't imagine why that car, which wa- it really wasn't like sport tuned by any means. It's essentially a, a Cavalier, like model up much, yeah. to be prettier. Yeah. And it shared some like um some style designs or style choices mm-hmm. that the rest of the Chevy line was doing at the time. Like it had the four lights in the back, like the Corvettes. Yeah. So they were trying to make a family of cars, right? Yeah. But um, I mean, it was quick. It was zippy as hell. It was a little two hundred horsepower. I think mm-hmm. it was like two hundred and two horse, some shit like that. Oh, you had two hundred horsepower? Yeah, it's a super oh, sport. Yeah. And they were they were yeah. they were pretty quick. I I've only lived with 130 my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awful, man. Really, it's not. I mean, it wasn't like a, you know, you weren't winning races this thing. Mm-hmm. But it, it was quick enough. 200 horsepower is, is good for a car. For a little for yeah. a little thing like that, it's light, so it's moving pretty mm-hmm. fast. But um, man, you, you could, like, off the line, if somebody's giving you the old eyeball there, the old eye, you want to fucking do this? <laughs> Somebody gave you that look, you're like, okay, I, I could pull this off. It was a sleeper, really, is what it was. Yeah. It came out of nowhere, but, like, once you hit a certain speed, like, once you got into fifth, you're like, I got nowhere else to go. Like somebody else to keep on going. You're like, well, that's it for me. That's, yeah, yeah. Like, I, here's where I am, and um, I'll see you later, <laughs> Dodge Charger. <laughs> but uh, yeah, off the off the light, it was pretty good. Yeah. But um, um, why Pirellis, man? I never. I mean, I get I get the purpose. It was for handling, and it, it handled quite well. Yeah. Cornered really well, but I just always thought, if I ever get a flat, I'm gonna spend nine hundred bucks on that one fucking Pirelli. Yeah, you don't do that. Nah, that's just stupid, man. Yeah. The. Uh, um, oh, I was gonna ask you. I'm not sure if I asked you this before, but did you uh, ever watch? Castlevania on Netflix? Uh, no, uh, you guys kept telling me to do it, and I didn't do it. And I'm actually queued up for a few things, and that should be one of them. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, but you w- enjoy it a lot. I liked it. Yeah, It looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, the trailer looked incredible. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, um, 
I'm glad for the direction they took with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Like personally speaking, I think I thought it was awesome. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I'll give that a go. Give it a go. Um, right now, what I just start watching on the Netflix, or I'm about to start watching, is that Peaky Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peaky Blinders, the old uh, Killian or Cillian or Chillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Yeah, he's the uh, the scarecrow there and mm-hmm. the, the Batman. Yeah, the Batman. And uh, I did not know Tom Hardy was in it. I saw his photo on yeah. the the cover there. I was like, that Tom Hardy looking guy looks like Tom Hardy. Uh-huh. Turns out it is Tom Hardy. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's got a cool mythology to it. So I'm gonna start giving that a go. Yeah, absolutely, I would. And I just did start Black Mirror, so uh, I'm yeah. two episodes in on that. And yeah. Black Black Mirror is fucked. It's great. It's great. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. You've seen the whole thing, I take it. I've seen the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I would tell you what happens. Yeah. No, I mean, I, it's anthology, so I mean, you really you can't really spoil it. Yeah. I know. I don't know if there's an overreaching arc. Yeah, I would just yeah, ju- I, w- I would I would just best thing for me to say is nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like it is very um, it's it feels very much like Outer Limits. Mm-hmm. So I like that a lot. But uh, I do like that the first episode is Prime Minister fucking a pig, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I didn't expect. I thought I, gonna, I thought you know he's gonna shoot himself. Yeah, get him out in the front of the street, street and blow his brains blow out. Blow his brains out, yeah. But um, no, he's having sex with a pig, and it's like it's so off-putting and so dark that right away I was loving it. Yeah, I'm like this show is gonna be awesome. So oh yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, um, so I'm two episodes in. So I'll give yeah, it, it gets it gets it gets. Yeah, you know what? Just watch it. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go, man. I'll, yeah. I'll do that. I was like in vain of all that stuff. Like the the thing that I was kind of like sticking in my head this week is um I started following Ted Forbes on YouTube. Yeah. And Ted Forbes is a photography guy. Yeah. I never I never did. Like I know a lot of guys told me to check it out because I'm a, I'm a photographer and like there's guys here who've been in the show who do the same thing who who said check out Ted Forbes. I did not. And man, that dude is awesome. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, like everything he talks about, the way he describes what he does, the way he builds his rigs. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw his one, th- his the one that I feel like is maybe his best video that I've seen so far, is uh, how your art or your photography doesn't matter. Like nobody cares what the shit you make, mm-hmm. but you should be making better shit because people will care. Yeah, it's like we're so flooded in the market by by creators creating m- like mediocrity. Yeah. That's that's kind of like what I got from it. Like yeah. you don't. He kind of goes on to be like uh, that whole American Idol thing. Mm-hmm. We don't need any more singers, people. We are good for singers. I don't need any more competitions where you find me a singer. Yeah. And then you create a talent show, which ultimately finds you singers. Mm-hmm. It's like you get this whole idea where American Idol is stupid. We don't do that. Let's get everybody. We'll get knife jugglers. We'll mm-hmm. get fucking firewalkers. Yeah. We'll get trapeze artists, but a singer wins. Yeah. Like what? What? Why? Why? And then you never hear from them again. Mm-hmm. Like. Some dude who's incredible is going to win, and I will never hear from that guy. That's true. And yeah. he'll do a fucking guest spot on, like, fucking, who did I just see? I was watching that, that friggin' Hawaii Five-0. I saw one of those American Idol singers on there. Oh, fuck. I'm like, oh, this guy's that's, been nowhere. That's, that's, where he, that's where he went to die. That's, oh, actually, I do like that show. It is a mindless uh, show about a relationship rather than a cop show. Yeah, rather than a cop show. Which is funny. Like, it's yeah. got that comedy aspect to it. It's mm-hmm. very Fred and Wilma. Mm-hmm. Like, Fred and Wilma never, f- they're not even Fred and Barney. It's Fred and Wilma. Mm-hmm. How Wilma's always right and Fred is always dumb. Yeah. And that's what that's what Hawaii Five-0 actually is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is, I find that, like, funny. Yeah, I've, n- I've never seen an episode for it, of it. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, and for me, a lot of I'm just judging nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it for me is nostalgia factor. Yeah. When I was a kid, I Jack Lord's hair was incredible. Yeah. Oh, so for, crazy. <laughs> for me, uh, it's like a nostalgia factor too. As, uh, I don't really care much for the, the NCIS or the CSIs, but um, no, not me, me neither. I don't, I don't think they're. They're just like what? Just stop making those already. They're just again. They're that American Idol thing. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna judge those shows while I watch a Wi-Fi vote. Oh yeah, which is <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah, it's hilarious. Which is just <laughs> hilarious, right? But like all those shows, even that. Like I mean, I'm not proud that I watch it, but I do watch it. But yeah. even that, it's just your typical run-of-the-mill, mindless procedural. Yeah. Like the third episode from season four doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, not none of it matters. Yeah. Create better art. <laughs> <laughs> create, <laughs> like, yeah. create better art. I totally agree. Yeah. There's um. 
Actually, you know what I saw? You know what God, I that whole part of me is so hypocritical. Anyway, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> Actually, what I was watching uh, yesterday was um, I'm not sure if anyone like if you've seen it, but I saw the uh, that documentary um, Iron Heath Ledger. Oh no, I, we've talked about it. Yeah, I but fu- um, I uh, didn't yeah, actually see it. Yeah, I saw it yesterday, and it's um, uh, it's cr- it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is relevant to you right now because you just got the Blu-ray, the 4K, of of uh, Dark Knight Rises. Of Dark Knight the, Rise, of the Dark Knight. Of the Dark Knight. Yeah, and uh, so I watched it. I just watched it yesterday, and um, uh, I was just hanging out. My mom was hanging out. We were just, and then uh, she, she was watching. And she's like, uh, and she was like, she was watching. And she's like, holy crap! She's like, who was this guy? And I said, oh, you don't know who this is? And she's like, no, I have no idea who this is. And then uh, um, she sat down, and she was uh, – and she got, she got, like, really into it. She's like, uh, I can't believe what this guy meant to people mm-hmm. and, uh, and what he was like. And then she showed – they showed uh, um, they talked to – they showed his agent, and he was talking about t- – he said, yeah, you know what? I got Christopher Nolan on the, f- on the phone. He's like, yeah, there's, he's casting for The Dark Knight as the Joker. Yeah. And well, if the Joker, then he's like, yeah, he was like, you have to get me that role. Get it for and him. and they they talked about the process of how he got that role and how he approached the character, mm-hmm. like a lot of the um. Well, he uh, was super hands on. Oh, he's yeah, he because yeah. him and him and Christopher Nolan actually saw it, saw the Joker from the same viewpoint. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? This is what I, I want to see. I want to see a lot of like a Clockwork Orange, um, ca- character. Yeah. Um, Intelligent and anarchist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, and he said, I wanted like, I w- and then Christopher Nolan's like, yeah, I, you know what? I totally agree. That's that's how I see him as well. That's awesome. And then that's how they made the character together. Mm-hmm. And then like my mom was like, that guy was the Joker. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that was him. And I was like, and she was like, holy. Like she, <laughs> she couldn't believe it. She was like, that was the Joker? And I said, yeah, that's him. She goes, no wonder that was so good. Yeah, man. And I was like, oh, yeah. It's uh, it's remarkable how, how that movie crossed generational lines. I have talked about it a bunch of times. How that's my mom's favorite cartoon, like comic, comic, comic book movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, funny how our parents are into that. I mean, like how our mothers are into it. Yeah. Weirdly enough. I mean, that is influenced a lot by us as well because mm-hmm. we're very close to our parents. Yeah. I uh, If I see a movie I like, I make sure I tell my mom and then she'll go and watch it or whatever. Yeah. But um, that was one of those movies where I remember, like, I kind of I go back to it a lot where I remember her going to me um, during the interrogation scene. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll never talk. Like, she got so into the character. She's like, I hope he doesn't say anything because mm-hmm. you're almost rooting for the bad guy. Yeah. Because he's so charismatic that, like, you can take anybody from any walk of life and show them that movie and they get sucked into it. They 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 appreciate the the effort it took into molding that character into what yeah. it was, mm-hmm. and then when you show them the process of how they get into it, how that character gets in the process of becoming a Joker, yeah, they appreciate that too. I absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I across the board, man, across the board, yeah. Because yeah. my my mom said, "Yo, you you kind of forget that they're wearing costumes." Yeah, and sh- I said, she said, when you, because. Uh, she goes, who are those other guys? And I said, that, oh, that's Christian Bale. That's uh, Michael Caine. She's like, oh, yeah, that's the guy from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah. And uh, all these <laughs> other actors. <laughs> that's a reference for Michael Keane. Yeah, uh, Michael Caine. Oh, Michael Caine. Yeah. Her like, reference is Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah. That's my great. My mom loves that movie. It's a good movie, man. And there's an, in, there's an East Indian remake of that movie. Man, there's a Bollywood remake of everything. everything yeah. Of it's an older everything. one. Yeah. When we were kids, that was the joke. Like, if our parents were watching a movie. Cause uh, like you know, Fiji is it's Fiji. It's uh, it's very Indian, and like all the movies are all the all the culture is influenced by India. Yeah. So um, you know, we grew up watching that shit too, right? Yeah. I so g- yeah. for us, like watching those movies, they'd be he- we'd be here at home, and something would come on. You'd be like, this is this is a blatant fucking ripoff of Die Hard. Yeah. Just not not nearly as good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, and and it's scene for scene. Shot. Yeah, like literally scene for not shot for shot, but scene for scene. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No, no. No. I'm s- no. I, sorry. I, I didn't mean that. It's it's shot for shot. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, is. You know I have not seen that. Yeah, you know the scene where like he um, whips himself with the horse whip. Thing? Yeah, with the whip. <laughs> that's done s- 
shot for shot. Really? Yeah, it's incredible. Oh wow. It's yeah, and, and the guys that like, has that, you know, when he's uh, when Steve Martin's trying to like fake it, yeah. he's, he's, he's trying to like not show his pain. Yeah. And his eyes are wide open. <laughs> the Indian guy does that the same way. Watching an Indian guy do that with those big, huge, like white eyes. Man. Oh my God, it's the funniest thing in the world. They they just for a very long time they just did not have original stories. Oh anymore. God, they're terrible. You well, see, you see, Bollywood was just like. That was Bollywood on its knees, okay? <laughs> but they were making money, man. I mean, it's still, it's, it is the they make more money than Hollywood, yeah, by they, like yeah, ninety percent. Yeah, and because they have they make the most movies, mm-hmm. and they have the biggest po- they have a way bigger population. Oh yeah, it's yeah. huge, and that's what you do out there. That's right now. There's that that whole story out there where they had that fucking like one of uh, Modi's guys was calling for the beheading of an actress mm-hmm. because she's playing an Indian princess who like had a dream sequence about a Muslim, like, yeah, like a, a not a warlord. He's like he's like an invading. Invading royal mm-hmm. for the most part, and there was like huge controversy in India about that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, India. Like, Are you, like, sure. like it's a fucking movie, man. It's a fucking movie. It's a fucking movie. Like, yeah. calm down. Yeah. If you're if you are a politician and you're getting mad about a dream sequence in a movie about a character, or you know a, a historical a, a, a possibly historical character in an epic poem that was written over a thousand years ago. You gotta give your fucking head a shake. Exactly. If that's what you're getting angry about, you gotta give your head a shake. Oh yeah, I was um, I was watching one interview with uh, I think it was an act- actor called Amir Khan. I think all those Indian actors are like all full of shit. Like they're <laughs> all like they're, they're full of themselves. They're like, uh, oh, there's there there a lot who are my performance was very good, but I don't know this this thing. I could have gone this way back. Yeah. Whatever. Right? Granted, we are more judgy about it oh being yeah. Indian. Oh yeah, we totally are. I totally but admit th- it. Hollywood is the same thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're so so full of themselves, and they're like, my outfit was great. I yeah. it fourth night, whatever, right? And then, but this guy Amir Khan was like, he they asked the him, boxer. Yeah, he 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 uh he said uh they asked him. He's like, why? The interviewer asked him, goes, why can't India or Bollywood mm-hmm. make a movie like Inception? Oh yeah, no, because their population can't yeah, hold that. Exactly. Then then uh, Amir Khan said, he goes, let me tell you why. And then yeah. he he broke it down like exactly. He was so right. Yeah. And uh, he says they don't want that. He goes, the Indian people who live in India, like he goes, um, they will. We have to make them. We have to make the movies that they want to see. Mm-hmm. It's it's purely simplistic escapist, exactly like, escapist fare. That's yeah. all they want. Yeah, and the writers, they said the writers are don't have the freedom to make whatever they want. Absolutely That's, not. He goes in America, whatever you want, whatever you can think of, you could probably make. And they just have. They oh have yeah. He's like they have better. You know, they have great writers. And you mix that with the ability to make anything, mm-hmm. they're gonna make magic. Could you imagine if you had made like dogma? Like with with an Indian oh. religious story in India. Oh yeah, you'd be. Hey, you'd burn down. Oh, they, they theater. They yeah. would burn theaters down. Oh yeah, they would. Your your hang, your family would be hung. Yeah, I mean they're <laughs> not quite that bad, but they would definitely have like death threats that would be legitimately terrifying. Yeah. If not legitimate, where they come to your door, they'd be at least scary enough to be like, I'm not gonna go back home for a while. No, that entire country would grind to a halt. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. just like that. That bugs me so much. Even even here though, like it's it's starting now where you have like a lot more in North America. Where the religious right has more influence and always has had influence, mm-hmm. but you know, even like weirdly, how for a long time it wasn't there and now it's there again. Yeah. So it's just like, just get over it, man. Like, get uh, over yeah, all your hangups and sh- and all I that know. bullshit. I, I think it's like when you when you see the. Uh, um, my hope is that when people see that kind of shit, like you mm-hmm. know, religious people get whatever. You know what, man? Just walk away. Just say, yeah, ah, whatever. I'm just done be with like, this. whatever. You I know, don't care. It's not your thing. If you, it's, yeah, if, if it's you're not gonna, gonna, gonna. Yeah, if you have if you have a big problem with that, like that's your problem. Yeah, yeah. Just you want to make so much noise about it. No one, you're, there's be no one left listening if you just keep like being an idiot. I always feel like if you're, and I'm not a very religious person at all. I I've, I've always said that my uh, my religious views are between Buddhism and Stephen Fry. Like I mean, I'm right in the middle of that. <laughs> <laughs> my religious views sit right in the middle mm-hmm. of Buddhism and Stephen Fry. Yeah, um, that's a good mix. Yeah, that's a good mix. 
But um, if you are religious and you get angry and, and your, your relationship with God changes over somebody else's comment, especially somebody you don't know, you do not have a very good relationship with your God. Yeah. Like if you're getting angry because somebody mentioned something or said something or created something that's not going to affect you in the least in your day-to-day life, that you got angry about it and you got like, like, like all this like venom in your system mm-hmm. because somebody you don't fucking know in Hollywood or wherever it made a, made a reference or a comment about your God, mm-hmm. then you do not have a decent relationship with your God. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a very insecure relationship. That's a very insecure relationship, yeah. especially if you're like clamoring on about how like your, your God is a, is a kind God. Yeah. Or relax God and teach us like goodwill and, you know, do unto others or brush that shit off your shoulder. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. I don't I understand why more people can't just attack that problem with a smile. Just be like, oh, <laughs> attack that problem with a smile. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Not two by fours, though, because two by fours will fuck yeah, you yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. N- not everyone is Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> not everyone is Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> Royal Rumble coming up this week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Good segue. Uh, that's some weird <laughs> shit going on there. <laughs> what a great segue. Yeah, exactly. Just like all this, yeah, you have a good relationship with your God. Then fucking Hacksaw Jim Duggan comes <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> I'm excited, man. Being a wrestling fan, I'm really jacked for this, too. Yeah. Because, like, Raw 25 was last week, and it was horseshit. Yeah. It was so weak. The only thing that kind of happened that was worth happening is um, as much as everybody – I don't know if you follow wrestling t- too much. They have Not got uh, – No, I don't. The new Samoan in town is Roman Reigns, who is The Rock's cousin. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he's a legitimate annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wild Samoans there. Mm-hmm. He's uh, the, the son of them. Um, but they're like no, – everybody boos him. Everybody mm-hmm. boos him because they feel like he's being rammed down your throat. That, you know, his character is like the new the new face of the company. Like mm-hmm. John Cena 2.0 is being forced on people, right? Okay, l- answer, before you go any further, answer mm-hmm. this. Is John Cena still in the WWE? He is. Okay, all right. And he's still fairly relevant. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Like, yeah, sorry. yeah, I don't know, but mm-hmm. that, that's a good point because he mm-hmm. is still there. Mm-hmm. But, like, that, that's the whole idea that he's being, like, shoved down your throat. And last, on, on Raw 25, what I feel like is the only good thing that happened is The Miz came back and won his Intercontinental Championship back. The Miz. The Miz. And he's such a great villain. Like, he went from being a nobody into being kind of, like, spited by all the CM Punk fans because, like, you know, they, they really wanted CM Punk to headline that show and be, like, a big next big star. And yeah. The Miz ended up kind of stealing a lot of that spotlight. Mm-hmm. But, man, that is that guy might be the hardest working guy next to John Cena in that company. Mm-hmm. That he's, he's always there. He's always showing up for work. He's doing whatever the company wants him to do. He makes movies for that place. Yeah. Um, he's getting his own series now on the USA Network, mm-hmm. which is like a huge deal. Him and his wife are getting like a TV show. Oh. Like just like this dude is a hardworking motherfucker, and he plays an excellent bad guy. Is he? Uh, have you? What's he like in real life? Do you have these? Like he seems like a pretty chill dude in real life. Mm. Like I've seen him host game shows and shit, and he's just like I don't know. His character doesn't seem to be where he's. He's like uh, he's playing up. A dick character for the sake of being a dick. Yeah, actually seems like a pretty chill dude. Oh, okay. Even even in the segment, the backstage segment from last week, uh, this is gonna be super boring for non wrestling fans. But in the backstage segment for last week, he kind of had to play a villainous character, mm-hmm. but he couldn't help but playing a normal guy. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like you could see the normal aspect of his personality oh, okay, breaking yeah. out. Yeah, you're like man, like just even even at one point where he had to be a dick, he almost tried not to be a dick. Oh, okay. That that was my my. A perspective of it anyway. It looked like he was trying very hard to play a bad guy, mm-hmm. but the the genuine happiness of him winning the title back and being another major, uh, getting another major push, mm-hmm. seemed to really like play on him. He's like, yeah, I'm actually very happy about this. Yeah, okay. And he jobs to guys he needs to job to, and he, you know, he plays the the villain really well. Mm-hmm. So he he does it all really well without ever really bitching about it. Cuts great promos too. All right, give that guy a mic, and he's fucking phenomenal. Sounds good. Sorry for interrupting. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. No, but that, that was it. But oh. yeah, I'm saying I'm very happy to see what's going to happen at the Royal Rumble. Hopefully it's good because like with one main highlight in a, in a show that should have been like a major, mm-hmm. like fun-filled, action-packed show, Raw 25. 25 years, the longest running 
like a weekly television episodic television yeah. program. That's mm-hmm. a big deal, man. Yeah, and it fucking sucked. Yep, that's so crazy. Do something better. Yeah, because uh, man, I miss the Rock in his heyday. Yeah, like you should have been there. Yeah, because the thing is, I don't. Rock was a terrible wrestler. Not sure he's terrible. He no, was, he's actually a pretty entertaining yeah. wrestler. But he was a power moves. guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a power moves guy. But he was a um, yeah. But his promos were untouchable. Yeah, the best in the business. Yeah, when he was in his when he was in his prime, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think anyone. Yeah, no one did it better. Yeah, maybe Stone Cold. Maybe Stone Cold. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that's like those are the two best. Yeah, I always kind of felt like in my mind the guys who did the best, the two guys who did the best promos. I couldn't pick who was number one and two was mm-hmm. The Rock and Stone Cold. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't choose who was better because the person who we saw last and they were very different in their promo style too yeah stone cold was the working man yeah you know the, i'm gonna go deer hunting in my rv the, later yeah, on the jean shorts the jean shorts and she had the jorts <laughs> original jorts yeah original mm-hmm. wrestling jorts. and knee braces like he was like the working stiff oh yeah you know? I, yeah i keep watching that um that that whole feud he had with uh, booker t <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when he hunts him down the shop in the, in the, in the shopping store. center at the grocery store and then he uh and then when they go to the the, the church and he's like <laughs> It's excellent. It's it's unreal, and he has to give those. He still has to give those nuns a ride. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like how good is that, right? <laughs> and then you see, while he's doing it, what's his face? Uh, 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 Ric Flair was like in the back while he's beating. He's beating him up in the <laughs> in the shopping center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ric Flair's just laughing his ass off. <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't know how to handle, how to process that shit. <laughs> it's like this is out of control. I did finally see that that Ric Flair. I think we talked about the Ric Flair thirty for thirty. Yeah. I saw the whole thing. How was it? It's really good, man. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'd always just kind of seen like the Bill Burr bits and like I you know YouTube big sections of it. Mm-hmm. I never really saw the whole thing, and um, it's actually really good, like well put together, well really, put really together, good documentary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just got, at some parts I just couldn't stop laughing because I, I just had Bill Burr just coming back into my head. Yeah, after you've seen the Bill the Bill Burr stuff, yeah, you're coming just, back to it, you're kind of tainted. Yeah, you're kind of tainted because just like everything because I you laugh at parts, you're like maybe I shouldn't laugh here, but it's like, the way he says it is. Like oh, yeah. the, or the storyline is just like I can't believe that happened. Yeah, it's just like these this remarkable shit. His um his Stone Cold podcast is really good too. Yeah, because he does a lot of that as well. Yeah. that that really I think is maybe the reason he got that thirty for thirty. Wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, because they kept him. Well, he was already relevant. He was always relevant. Oh, that's he's, just, yeah, he's that, that, that just I think that's just like you know what, we had, let's just do a thirty for thirty. Yeah, yeah. Man, like I never I was never a Hulk Hogan fan growing up. Never a Hulk Hogan fan, but I was always a Ric Flair fan. Really? Yeah, Ric Flair, uh, I always liked him. I was like Macho Man. I was a big Mr. Perfect guy. I was a huge Mr. Perfect guy. <laughs> Mr. Perfect. At one point, there was a, I think it was a SummerSlam or a um, a Survivor Series. I can't remember who, who Mr. Perfect is fighting, but he does this weird-ass move where you think he's going to do a powerbomb, and he puts the guy's head like between his legs, ready for like a jackknife powerbomb, and all he does is like... A full body spin, like he—it's he, like a human top move. Yeah, and like almost breaks some motherfucker's neck. Like it was one of those weird moves. You're like, oh, what yeah. are you? Like, what? Who would do that? I don't know. Who would think about doing that kind of shit? Uh, the only guy who would do that shit is a guy who can catch his own throw. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he can catch his own throw from the ten to the ninety. Yeah. Just throw it, run down the field, and catch his own throw. Yeah. Guy, his vignettes are so good. So unreal. And then he would spit the gum out and just slap it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. God damn, he was Hulk he was Hogan, a great character. You can't do that. <laughs> And there are guys still who always say things like Hulk Hogan is the greatest wrestler performer of all time. And I I get why they like him. I mean he he really did. I think in that the early years of the Vince McMahon era. Not not I think. I think the proof is there that he revitalized wrestling. Like if not for Hulk Hogan, wrestling wouldn't be where it is now. No, no way. Yeah, the sports entertainer wouldn't exist. No. So I mean you got to give him his credit for that. But like I was never a big fan. I never thought that he was a, like I like technical stuff. Like I liked watching Mr. Perfect wrestle Bret Hart. 
Yeah. Like, I liked watching Bret Hart wrestle because he did technical stuff. Yeah. Like, it looked like, well, those are all, he's doing moves. He's transitioning. Those are hammer locks. He's moving around. Yeah. Instead of just, like, a big boot, a leg drop, like the five moves of Doom shit. Yeah. Yeah, and then pin and win. Oh, yeah. Get beat up the entire match like Cena. That's why I don't like John Cena. I think he's a great person, but his wrestling style is so fucking boring. Oh, yeah. It, 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 he, 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 it looks, it, it, I know wrestling is not real, mm-hmm. but he makes it look less yeah. unreal. It is live action scripted stunt work. Yeah. At its best. Yeah. I mean, they're, you're, you're watching people dress up in costumes and do superhero shit without wires. Yeah. I mean, like, you can't tell me a guy jumping off a top rope onto a mat. Like, not, not the ring mat, but the outside mat. Like, when he's doing a 15-foot jump onto four or five other guys, like, mm-hmm. you go do that. Yeah. If you tell me wrestling's not real, you go do that. You go do that, yeah. Or back in WCW when they took the mats away and they are doing that shit and hitting the concrete. Yeah. Like, you go fucking do that. Mm-hmm. There's a reason Ric Flair stopped wrestling, because he broke his spine doing shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, for people who are like, oh, it's all fake. It's like, well, it's scripted, live-action stunt work. Mm-hmm. You're still going to get hurt doing that You're shit. Gonna, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, um, yeah, because I think that's what, that was the great thing about, uh, um, wrestling back in the eighties is that um, because uh, uh, the thing is like it had ev- something for everybody like like you said you have the um, you have the technical wrestling when you had Bret Hart you had um, even in the early nineties uh, early to mid nineties up yeah. until then you had you had Bret Hart you had, if you want technical wrestling if you're a wrestling fan pure te- wrestling fan you can watch that yep if you want to watch uh, the vignettes or you want to watch you just want the pure entertainment value or the mm-hmm. camp value yeah, the road warriors the road warriors <laughs> you can have that yeah uh, if you want to believe in like the gods and stuff like that. You had Ultimate War. You had guys who just, or you want unreal promos. You like, can watch that. You like, watch the, I mean, if you wanted promos and bad wrestling, but like superhero, like Olympian god-like superhero status. Yeah. Deltamore gave, Ultimate he gave War. you everything. He gave you everything. My God. Yeah. He gave you everything. He gave you everything you want. If you want to just. Hulk. Hulk. Oh <laughs> he gave you the weirdest fucking promos, yeah, man. Yeah. And like, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Zeus. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy, that guy haunted my dreams. When when I didn't know that he was an actor as yeah. a little kid, I'm like, oh, he's gonna he's clearly gonna murder Hulk Hogan. Gonna, like, yeah, why would you bring this guy? Yeah, I'm like he's gonna kill Hulk. Hogan. <laughs> he's gonna kill Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I mean, like, I know I don't like the guy, but I want to see him dead. Yeah, I don't want to see you murder Hulk Hogan. <sighs> like when when Andre the Giant went bad, I remember as a little kid, there's a moment on I think Piper's Pit when he fucks Hulk Hogan up. Yeah, like he just walks in and he's like he's not saying anything. You're like, mm. what's going on? Like, why is Andre so mad? Yeah, and he just like beats up Hulk Hogan or he roughs him up real good. He doesn't beat him up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Like I don't. I mean, I want everybody to know. Like I mean. I know he looks like a weirdo and all that with that handlebar mustache and the bald fucking head, but like nobody deserves to die for looking like that. Andre yeah, the Giant's gonna Andre, murder he's him. He's gonna murder him. Yeah. He's the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> like he's gonna, he's gonna murder him. Yeah. Yeah. When he went, that was weird because when, when Andre the Giant went heel, mm-hmm. uh, went bad. That was weird because right around that time, that's when I saw the Princess Bride for the first time. That's around when it happened. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I'm like, oh, I'm like. That's actually not around when it happened. That is when it happened. Yeah. And I was like, what? The, I'm like, what? The, I'm like, this is not. I'm like I, Fezzik, Fezzik. Why, why are you, why are you being mean to Hulk Hogan? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weird. It's very yeah, strange. I, I, I just I couldn't take him seriously. I was like, I'm like, no, he's not a bad guy. I'm like, this movie, he's like, he's he's a magical giant. Yeah, he's a magical fucking lovable giant. Yeah, exactly. There's actually um a bunch of really good. Th- you can call them like the the mythology of of wrestling of Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm. There's a really good comic about him as well. But there's a lot of really cool stories, especially McMahon talks about like how his back was fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, people, the pe- people know during that movie, like when he hit the catcher falling off the uh, the tower there, like yeah. all that shit. He had to be like like harnessed and held up in place, and it hurt him like crazy to be able to catch her, and how messed up he was. 
And then for him to let uh, Hulk Hogan body slam him at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like McMahon always kind of goes back as that being the, the pinnacle moment when he's like, people who will do something like that for his company will always have like a place in his company. Now, he's fucked a lot of guys over. Mm-hmm. Like, we all know the Montreal screw job and all yeah. that shit. But you can't ever say that he hasn't had that same thing happen to him. Like, he took an enema on TV and a bedpan to the head mm-hmm. for his company. Oh, yeah. So, like, he, he definitely values loyalty. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to make an ass of yourself the company, he, he rewards that as well. Right? Yeah. Like, he'll, he's never stopped talking about how Andre the Giant getting body slammed and putting Hulk Hogan over was, like, one of the most amazing things anyone, anyone's ever done for him. Mm-hmm. And he could have said no. Andre could have been like, fuck it. No, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm gone. I think that's why that whole Alundra Blaze thing pissed him off so much and showed up at WCW and dropped the, the belt in the garbage can. Yeah. She showed up with, like, the WWF Women's Championship belt, and she's like, here's what I fucking think of this. Garbage. Like, ah, Medusa's back. Like, oh, no. <laughs> no, that's fucking awful. Like, he had a he had like a stroke when he saw that happen, right? Mm-hmm. Which led him to doing the Montreal Screwjob. Yeah. Indeed. Wrestling mythology is incredible, man. I love fucking it. love that stuff. I love it. You know the weird thing? Uh, uh, um, oh, uh, you want to hear a weird thing that happened today? This is weird. This is before I came I here. I do want to hear a weird thing that happened okay, today. Okay, while I was waiting for these, uh, these, um, these guys to install my stove. Yeah, you um, had a stove adventure today. Yeah. Um, so you're waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put a movie on. Mm-hmm. And I was watching. Uh, and then I was like, I'm like, I'm just going to put something on while I'm waiting, right? And then uh, uh, I the, the Spy Who Loved Me was on. Nice. Okay? I haven't seen that in, the mo- in that movie in a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my, I'm like, wait a minute. There was a, there's, a, there's a quote in there that I really like. Oh, here it comes. Yeah, so then um, I was like, then I went to IMDb on my phone. And then uh, uh, I looked for the, I went to IMDb to look for the quotes. Mm-hmm. And I found the quote. And wha- as soon as I looked at it, I'm like, I'm like, oh, there's the quote. James Bond said it. Oh, on TV. On TV while I, while I was looking at it. I'm that like, that's pretty cool. And shit I was like, I was like, I'm like he said, and he said it. He's like, uh, uh, and I was, it was, it's something along the lines of like the good lady asked him. She's like, my husband was in the same, was at a ski ski resort when you were there, mm-hmm. and he was murdered there. He goes, did you kill my husband? Yeah. That Russian, that Russian, uh, spy, and mm-hmm. it was working with Bond. And he's like, uh, he goes, when someone's shooting at your back on skis while you're going 40 miles an hour, <laughs> he goes, he knew the risks. So he goes, you know the risks. You, uh, you and I know the risks. He did too. That's answer pretty good. Qu- answer your question. I did kill him. It was either me or him. That's a good. That's a good quote. Yeah, and I was like, I'm like, then all of a sudden I was like, I'm like, perfect <laughs> fucking timing. That's a glitch in the matrix, man. Yeah, glitch in the matrix. If you ever get some like free time and you're bored, you got to Reddit that, like on on Reddit, the glitch in the matrix stories. Yeah. How people have these weird moments in their in their day where they're like, well, something happened that like that. Yeah. We were singing a song and all of a sudden you turn the radio on to pull out of your driveway and the same spot you're singing comes on the radio for whatever. Mm-hmm. I had a weird one. Uh, like my glitch was a uh, tea party. Listening to something, I can't remember what it was. It was one of the tea party like tea party tracks on my CD, and this is like fucking 15, 20 years ago. And uh, as I turned the radio off, like I pulled the disc out, the same song was on the radio at the same time. It kind of like threw me for a loop. Yeah. But like it was coming out, and uh, I pulled the disc out to put a different disc in, and the same fucking thing is there. I'm like, oh, this is that's disconcerting. Like you know, your your brain doesn't know how to me- like to mesh it all together, and it takes a second for you to catch on. Yeah, that like a glitch uh, yeah. in the matrix. Yeah, I uh, simulated reality. Really, I, I, I haven't I haven't listened to the, to uh, them in a long time. Tea party. Tea Party is unbelievable. They they were incredibly good. What's my, what was my favorite song? My favorite song of theirs was um, what was it? Babylon. I oh god, um, that's not that fully fucking red disc. The big the big superpower disc they had there. The one that was like the the hit maker. Yeah, I think I, think I can't. Man, I can barely remember the names of those tracks. Yeah, I remember Babylon, like Army Ants. Yeah, Army Ants Transmission. Uh, Transmission was the big one. Yeah, that was like their big. Yeah, that that was the Tea Party. Like if you didn't follow them with the uh, 
was the, the the two previous albums. Cause that was the third album, right? That was the third album, I think. If you didn't yeah. follow the two first ones, mm-hmm. yeah, Transmission was the one where everybody was like, holy shit, it's mm-hmm. the greatest thing I've ever fucking heard, Temptation. Yeah, Temptation. Yeah, yeah. that's the greatest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. Yeah. Temptation, yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, there's a, uh, and yeah, that song Babylon, if you actually have like, if you put, put on some good headphones, mm-hmm. that, that song will fucking send you places. God, I haven't listened to Tea Party since like maybe 2000. But I, haven't, like I haven't heard, I haven't listened to them since, yeah. Yeah, I since agree, like, yeah. or maybe well not two thousand, maybe like two thousand four or five. Cause they used to come to a couple bars I worked at. They they played a couple shows and places. You I ever worked. meet them? What's that? You ever meet them or? Yeah, we met them. Some backstage work, not bad. They're normal guys. What's mm-hmm. his name? The lead singer there's a little bit. What Jeff Martin? Yeah, he's a little weird. He's uh, he because he did a solo show once. I remember thinking thinking to myself like, nice enough guy and just hanging out, but like, the clock's ticking, man. I want to go home. Yeah, he's like the second coming of uh, of uh, Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison, yeah. kinda, but like. I don't know. I, th- I feel like I, don't, I never liked the Doors. I never liked the Doors. Really? I as a kid. Oh yeah, no. I, I I'm saying like that because like uh, I love the Doors. Like you love the Doors. No, no. How but, could you not like the Doors? But no. But yeah, go ahead. But to me, I'm like, man, he's probably definitely like more approachable than Jim Morrison. Oh yeah, super Jim approachable guy. Yeah, Jeff Mar- Like he's a little bit strange, mm-hmm. but maybe that's part of his mystique and it's part of his character. People are but strange. Like people are strange, man. People are strange. Yeah, when you're a stranger. When you're a stranger, right? But um, by no means was he like unapproachable. Okay, easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. Never had any like crazy demands. They put on a really good show. Okay, what's good? So um, when you say you didn't like the Doors, um, just just like their music, like I don't know, like I always kind of thought about like when I was I saw the movie there, the uh, the Val Kilmer one. I didn't didn't hate it. Like mm-hmm. I mean, the Andy Warhol scene is like as a, as an art kid that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the whole idea of the doors and everybody's got this mythology about them. I'm like, yeah, go fuck them. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck those guys. Like everybody's kind of talking about the doors like the greatest thing ever. I'm like, yeah, had a bunch of nice songs. That's mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. But like by no means they like changed the way I thought about shit. Like I didn't, I was a Led Zeppelin guy. I kept thinking to myself, like they should have put a freaking voodoo curse in these. Maybe they did. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Led Zeppelin did. Maybe what's his name there? Uh, Jimmy Page. Yeah. Put some weird fucking thing in the air. <laughs> the symbol work, a symbology. And he uh, had, had yeah. Jim, Jim Morrison taken out. Yeah, like I'm, I I do like Jim Morrison, but uh, um, after watching that movie, mm-hmm. I would, ref- I would like to have seen like like I don't know what it is. Like it just sounds weird, but like I would rather have Val Kilmer as part of the Doors. <laughs> I'd rather have Val Kilmer he's as like, Jim Morrison than Jim Morrison. In, he's incredible in that movie. It's really good. I just I, I don't know. The Doors and Jim Morrison always came across to me as like a bunch of douchebags mm-hmm. that just happened to like get famous with some weird psychedelic shit. Yeah. I, yeah, I just that movie is um I just like the Val Kilmer in that movie is just he's incredible. Like it, 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 back in his prime, mm-hmm. my God, he just like, he was so good. Val Kilmer was really cool, man. Yeah. I mean, he could kind of do it all. Yeah, like in that the only movie I thought that he couldn't do it all. Not to segue too far away from the Doors thing is like uh, what was that The Saint when he played Templar? Oh Simon yeah, Simon Templar. Yeah, I was like he's got a pretty distinctive face. Mm-hmm. He can't really change himself to be like a master of disguise. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have an unassuming face like uh like Michael Keaton or something like that. Yeah, Michael Keaton could kind of do whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is in the first Batman. I'm like, he's like, as Bruce Wayne. He's so unassuming. Yeah, it was like a pretty perfect Batman, like a pretty perfect Bruce Wayne. My favorite Batman. Mm-hmm. I, I still think like Batman Returns is my favorite Batman movie. Yeah, I have to. S- it's my favorite Batman thing. I think Batman Returns not just because like you know Michelle Pfeiffer and whatnot. It just it was so weird and dark. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so like creepy. The mood was very like '90s Batman. You know what thing is? Okay, here's here's my uh. I don't. The reason why I think the the first Batman is my favorite Batman movie mm-hmm. um, is because and it's a good choice. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't feel like the Dark Knight is a Batman movie. Oh, Dark Knight is a crime movie. It's a, yeah. It's it just feels like it's more Joker's movie. 
you could take the masks off those guys. Yeah, because you could take the pains off Joker, mm-hmm. and it's the same movie. Yeah, like it. Ju- it just seems like it's more. Um, because I think if I'm looking for a Batman movie, mm-hmm. I'm looking for a comic book movie. Yes, and uh, so that's why ba- Batman draws me in. But like, Dark Knight is a um. Like I see Batman as a better Batman movie, mm-hmm. where I think the Dark Knight is a better movie. I see what you mean. No, 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 no. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say it's a better movie. I like it better as a movie. Yeah. But I'd rather watch Batman if I watch. If I want to watch, if a, you Batman watch movie, a Batman thing, I'd rather if you watch, watch a comic booky Batman thing. Yeah, I'd rather wa- then then yeah, hands down, watch the first one. Mm-hmm. But if you want to like, but if I want to be enthralled in like a watch like a great movie, yeah, and I have those two, I'll watch the Dark Knight. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, 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 that's, there's really, I don't think there's a, a, like an explanation necessary there. I get yeah, what you mean. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, you, that sounds kind of weird, but like, because uh, Dark yeah. Knight is like, so I can watch it because I'll be like, you know what, this is, um, this, this is a Christopher Nolan movie. This is mm-hmm. an IMAX movie. This yeah. is like, uh, and it happens to have like Batman and Joker. So yeah, it's it's almost like there's, I'm, I'm they're not an afterthought. Like it's it's definitely yeah. like, you know designed to be a Batman film. Yeah, it's got it's got it's got a different it's got a mix of different strengths. Yeah, but yeah. I mean like when they when he talks about how. Yeah, it's it's definitely got a mix of strengths. Like yeah. when he talks about how he was heavily influenced by Heat, mm-hmm. you absolutely see it. Like it's a crime movie. It's a crime movie. I mean, if you had turned him into like a, I don't know, like a like a PI who mm-hmm. nobody knows, and he's the guy investigating this other psycho who just showed up. Mm-hmm. Same movie. Same movie. It's the same fucking movie. Yeah, like I I just forget that it's a it's a bat like Batman doesn't do very many Batman things in that movie. Like okay, what's the total screen time of Batman in that movie? Of Batman. Of Batman. Very little. Yeah. Like, like I when you think about it, Batman is is barely in that thing. It's he's barely in it. Like mm-hmm. um, I would uh, because like, even when, like Batman has, okay, Dark Knight has few s- a couple of scenes where like like every scene with the Joker, you just can't take your eyes off him. Yeah. Because that movie has so many great actors in it, but Heath Ledger just steals every scene that he's in. Oh yeah. No matter who he's in there with. Mm-hmm. And uh, but, um, I can g- I can sit through, the original Batman, and watch it, and uh, and just be like, you know what, and lose myself in the in the. The mythos of Batman, because mm-hmm. it came right after um, uh, the Dark Knight, uh, the Dark Knight Rises, and the like, uh, in that, that whole uh, 1989, that whole late 80s when the Dark Knight Returns, when the Dark Knight yeah. Returns. Sorry, and yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it just feels like a better, it just feels like a different, ba- like a, di- a, a Batman movie. Like Christopher Nolan made a great crime movie. Yeah, but like in the in the, the Batman first, like universe, Tim Burton Batman in Batman 89. There, it's definitely like you're anticipating this thing. Yeah, this creature. Yeah, like even the whole line about like I'm Batman, like yeah. you're you're, everybody said that. Yeah. Like I mean, there was a time in school when that came out where everybody's like, I'm Batman. Yeah, I'm Batman. Like it you were just waiting it for it. It changed everything. Yeah, because that was Batman. Mm-hmm. Like you were waiting for that character to show up. Mm-hmm. And in the Dark Knight, like we already kind of got Batman Begins, and he did his whole thing. And it was very Batmany. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Dark Knight was very was very much a crime movie, and it, I think it surprised people. Like every while you're watching it. His moments in that were so like tactical mm-hmm. and so intense. Like yeah. when he goes to Hong Kong and brings back uh, what's his name there, uh, the the banker. Yeah. When he brings him back, like all those moments are so satisfying. And then all the other stuff is just building up this like crime underworld, like escalation aspect. Yeah. And you realize like as you're watching it, you're like oh I get it, I, I see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. So where you don't even miss Batman. Nope. And when he shows up, he delivers. Yeah. So you barely, like, I mean, let's say 10 minutes of screen time in a two and a half hour movie. Mm-hmm. But every time he's there, it's like the build up to everything else is happening. Oh, yeah. Like, that is the explosion. Like, you're, you're hitting the clock tick, and that's the explosion. Yeah. Then, the, then it resets the clock, and it ticks again, and it's waiting for it to explode again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the good thing about both movies is that both movies have those 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 certain scenes where you're like, um, oh, yeah, this yeah guys, the scene's coming up. Mm-hmm. Like, in, uh, 
um, the Dark Knight when the they're transporting Harvey Dent mm-hmm. and that whole chase scene. That scene, oh, yeah. that scene is crazy. Oh, uh, that's so good. The, the opening Slaughter's the best medicine. Exactly, yeah. No. Slaughter's the best medicine. You're exactly. waiting for that truck to show up. Yeah, yeah. and then there's um uh and then the beginning scene, it's straight out of Heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then you have the 1989. Like the one scene that actually sticks out for me in the, the original Dermot Runes Batman movie mm-hmm. is when he takes Vicky Vale to uh, the Batcave for the first time. Yeah. You know that music that they're playing in there? Oh shit! I'm gonna have to go um, back. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a very like it's a very s- it's a it's not even a long scene, but it's like uh, um, you can just like it's just like y- you listen to that, and you're like you know exactly where you are. It's yeah, like you're you're in the Batman, eighty nine universe. He just nails the elements. Yeah. Well, that was like the cool thing about Danny Elfman just in his yeah, prime. Yeah, Danny Elfman in his prime, right? Because yeah. even like he even talks about that in the little vi- the video vignette for when he was doing the music for Justice League. Mm-hmm. When he's like, uh, when they ask him like, "Are you gonna be using a theme for Batman?" He's like, "I'll be using the Batman theme." And they're like, well, what, like, which one? Because they're listen. There's only one Batman theme. Yeah. There's only one Superman theme. There's only one Star Wars theme. There's only one Indiana Jones theme. I'll be using the Batman theme. Yeah. And if you don't fucking know what that is, then you got to give your head a shake. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, that's just it. We know Batman '89 is the Batman. Is theme. the Batman theme? Yeah. Yeah. If you say like, oh, Batman's theme, you don't think of the whole like the Hans Zimmer, mm-hmm. like the beats, which is a great theme. Like which the is elements a great, he uses. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's really good mm-hmm. for what it was. Yeah. But it's not the Batman theme. No, it's not. And uh, and uh, even like he uses elements of the Tim the Tim Burton uh, Tim Burton Danny Elfman. Oh yeah, music yeah, in it. It. yeah, it's in and it. And when you hear it, you're like, more please, yeah, like, fucking more, man. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, just you, it's know, cr- you yeah. never get the payoff. No, yeah, I just yeah that '89 movie. It's like it just has, um, every scene is like, every scene is a stealer. Yeah, it's yeah. it's quite good. It's a great. It's quite good. Yeah. Still though, like I mean, not to not to beat a dead horse, I I very much like Batman Returns more than that one. Oh, you do? Ba- it's my favorite. That's great. No, yeah, it's awesome. Batman Returns. Is the it's it's my favorite Batman thing, mm-hmm. of of any of the movies, of even like the animated series, all that Justice League, uh, J- JLA, the animated, st- all that stuff, mm-hmm. the new Batman Adventures. Yeah, Batman Returns is my favorite Batman thing. That's awesome. It's just it's super dark. I just love the part where Penguin, like when he kind of eats the fish, he just like goes into it. The weird shit coming out of his mouth, like all the Penguin stuff was so just Crazy. gross yeah. and dark and oh awesome. yeah, he, yeah, he was he was he stole the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was that era's Heath Ledger. Like mm-hmm. he was just he took it away. Danny Danny DeVito just nails it in that. Yeah, uh, he does. Um, yeah, good old Batman Returns. Hey, going back movie. to Batman stuff, have you been at all keeping up with the comic books lately? No, I haven't. So Batman proposed to Catwoman in the comic book in the comic there. Oh yeah, that I knew. Yeah, yeah he decides like I'm um, I'm sick of being a grumpy old fuck, and maybe I'm just gonna say, hey, you want to get married? And she's like, ah, oh, let me think about it. And then eventually she's like, yes, I will. Yeah. So they're they're engaged now, mm-hmm. and they had a couple cool things going like in the in the series, kind of like uh, leading up to what happened in the last issue, where like you know Clark and Lois, and then because Bat- Superman is the original Superman now, yeah. and he's the uh, the post crisis 1985 Man of Steel Superman. Mm-hmm. He's back. The New 52 is dead, so that guy he's died and whatever, whatever mm-hmm. right? So the Clark goes on a date, like a double date, Clark and Lois, a Batman Catwoman, and to kind of like change up the way they look because they don't wanna, they don't want to go into these weird costume parties and shit. Mm-hmm. They they like Batman dresses up as Superman, yeah. And Superman dresses up as Batman. They'll kind of make fun of each other, and it's a very haha. Mm-hmm. It's like a you're starting to see slice of life of Batman now, like Bat Batman, like everyday Batman. You're seeing that a lot more, yeah. But in the latest issue, he uh, the spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't read it, he ends up going into like a like a pocket universe mm-hmm. where him and Wonder Woman have hit a guy, the Gentleman, and they end up spending Wonder Woman and Batman end up spending like twenty years in limbo time. Where only a couple couple hours have passed in their world, mm-hmm. but Batman and Wonder Woman are just hanging out in limbo world, yeah. no other humans around. So what's gonna happen there, man? Like I mean, they've put them in this weird position now. 
he's finally got peace on the outside with Catwoman. They've declared their love for each other. They're gonna. It's very soap opery. It's very, like, they've declared their love for each other, and they're gonna hang out in the real world, being all cool, bats and cats, engage, propose, making babies and shit. Yeah. But now he's out in the pocket world, uh, staring at Wonder Woman. Is he She's giving him the Gaga eyes. Yeah. Is she, so in this pocket universe, is it just like blank space? Like there's no. They gotta fight demons and shit. So like it's a it's a world that is like fringing on the edge of battle. Like you're always you're always on this edge, yeah. and you've gotta fight back these hordes. Yeah. Because if they get past a certain like, not to spoil it too much, if they get past the point of of where they're at, they could break into into this this world. They could mm-hmm. break into other worlds, right? Yeah. So they've put a guy there, the gentle man, mm-hmm. and he's been fighting that fight. Yeah. So he's only been gone for like a year. Mm-hmm. But now if he uh he's been they they go to get him out mm-hmm. and let him get some rest. Because you know, and he's been fighting for like how long? Like a thousand years in there. Mm-hmm. Which all these stories have happened before in, in one way or another. Either like they did a version of this in the comic Invincible mm-hmm. by Robert Kirkman. Great comic, by the way, mm-hmm. way better than fucking the Life of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh they did a version of it with Superman and Wonder Woman years ago. Mm-hmm. But in this one it's Batman and Wonder Woman. And Batman and Wonder Woman, ever since the old Justice League cartoon, we know, have got a lot of sexual tension. Yeah. Now they're alone in the world together. That's creepy, man. I don't handle that. I feel bad for Catwoman. Because Batman, you know, Batman's Batman. And Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman gets what she wants. Yeah. She is very much the uh, <laughs> the the aggressor in this relationship. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean. What do you do? What do you, what do you say no to her? No, she'll beat you up. She'll, she'll kill you. <laughs> Wonder Woman will beat you up. Yeah, she'll beat you. Then yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah. Wonder, Wonder Woman's Wonder so cool, though. Yeah. Like, I mean. And like Linda Carter was cool, even even that shitty pilot with uh, Adrian Pilecki. Yeah, like Wonder Woman is still cool. She's just such a cool character. Mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah. I don't know. I hate it when like the the scapegoat of her being like a uh, like guy's like Wonder Woman because she's like a surrogate for like a male character with like a male fantasy. That's mm-hmm. like a super tough woman. It's like no, but Wonder Woman's just really cool. No, Wonder Woman's awesome. Wonder Woman's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I like, I went on to agree with Dan for a lot of why this this current movie sucks. Which it, oh, man, like in hindsight, it has got a lot of bad. Plot, holy storytelly bullshit moments in it. This shouldn't yeah. happen. Like it should have been darker. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you shouldn't just high five at the end of the movie because Ares is dead and everybody's happy now. Mm-hmm. Like you're still like highly trained SS soldiers next to highly trained Americans. Yeah. Just because the fog of war is lifted for a moment, you're still gonna murder each other. Yeah. Because you hate each other. Because mm-hmm. they're Nazis and you're the Allied you're forces. The Allied forces. So like all that kind of stuff was weird, but like um yeah like the Wonder Woman stuff like she's still a really cool character. Yeah, I think um well they can only uh like obviously the next movie has to be better than the first one. They could only oh go yeah. from here. So yeah. yeah, so we'll see. Oh, well, we could be looking at a reboot, right? Flashpoint's coming up. Yeah, that's which true. Which is weird that you're making the first Flash movie the yeah. Flashpoint movie. The Flashpoint movie. I don't even know who the fuck Barry Allen is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know who your version of Barry Allen is. Yeah. Even the TV show did it. I feel like it did it too soon. Did it in season three, right? Mm-hmm. And even for me, that was too soon. Yeah, they're, yeah that's way too soon. Yeah, Wait, man. Sorry. Hey, yeah. No worries. Yeah. But yeah, I, I find that it's just, it's just too soon to be putting him in. Into uh, into Flashpoint, like the first the first Flash movie shouldn't be a Flashpoint movie. No, it should, but you know, who knows? DC. That's weird, man. Mm-hmm. It is DC. A lot of guys just gave up on DC years ago. And it's, I mean, they'll they'll reboot all their shit again, right? It, and that could be it. That could be a reboot to a different continuity. For could all be. we know, like uh, Gal Gadot, um, Ben Ben Affleck there, and uh, the old Superman there, mm-hmm. you know, bland Superman. The fuck's his name? Cavill. Mm-hmm. They could just end up being you know post crisis super people and just. Kill them off. And Red undies, man. New, new, get new characters. Get new actors. Thomas Wayne shows up. He changes the timeline. Mm-hmm. Batman's not so moody anymore. Yeah. Do Flashpoint, and it's just a reset. They actually, they'll, they'll wipe their movie continuity the same way they wipe their comic continuity. Mm-hmm. Whenever the fuck they want, and for no reason. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, speaking of that, um, what do you think about Jake Gyllenhaal as uh, Batman? As Batman? I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Bubble Boy? I don't know. 
I think he can. I think he can do it. You think he'll do it? I think he can do it. I just, I always go back to. Uh, I I think it was with what's the shitty director Schumacher. Schumacher was on a plane. Uh, this is like a long time ago. The way he chose George Clooney, or was it Val Kilmer? Is he just drew the bat cowl over their face in the magazine? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, his his chin'll do. His lips cut it. I think of Jake Gyllenhaal in that. And I'm like, I don't know, man. His bubble boy. <laughs> yes. Do you, yeah. I don't know. I, actually, do you, let me ask you this question: Do you think they they did that to Batman on purpose? Like the studio? What do you mean? Made it really shitty. Or Batman, or um, or was that more Joel Schumacher? Oh, those. No, that was backlash, man. People are pissed about Batman Returns. Oh no, do, do you think that was more Joel Schumacher's fault, or was that in studio studios like we wrote this, we want this script to be this? And I think it's both. I think I think because Joel Schumacher has not made a lot of shitty movies. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, like uh, some of the best movies out there, right? Yeah. He did uh, Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. Like he's made some some really nice looking cinematic movies. I think he did Time to Kill. Yep. Uh, he's 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 made competent. Movies. Yeah, great movies. But I think he was put in a weird position by the studio, which wanted Adam West Batman, but darker. Yeah. And all he knew to do was like, I know what we'll do. We'll put nipples on the bat suit, and it'll be hilarious. Yeah, and we'll we can sell toys. And we'll sell toys, and Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones will have a competition of who can be more over the top. I have to admit, Batman 3, I actually is I actually liked. Nobody dislikes that movie. Yeah, People will talk shit about it, but there is nobody who dislikes Batman Forever. Yeah, it has, besides Besides Batman One, it has the best soundtrack. It's got a crazy U two man. Yeah, like, U2 it's got a seal, crazy uh, soundtrack. Method Man. It's got yep. like, it's got everything. It's got everything. It's got uh, yeah. It's it's got an insane soundtrack, and it's got the Batman theme. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's a really well put together movie. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hate it for at all. I and anybody talks about how much they didn't like it. I'm like not. Nah, it's it's hard to like that movie. It's campy. It's different. It's weird. It is the Adam West Batman series mm-hmm. if it was done in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. That's it. There's nothing wrong with that movie. Yeah, that was it. That w- if, uh, if those guys had to make a Batman movie back then, mm-hmm. they're like, th- what they thought the future was going to be like. The Bam's out with yeah. pop. Yeah, yeah. It, w- it would be like, but in their style, Yeah, that's what that, mo- that, that's what that movie is. If you just take the, the Adam West theme mm-hmm. and you put it into that movie, mm-hmm. and then you add those like biff. Biff, pow, pow, whack, boom. In that movie. Mm-hmm. It's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't, man, it's good. There's nothing wrong with that thing. No, yeah, it's a very, uh, yeah, if I, if I want to watch Adam West kind of uh, Batman, mm-hmm. I'd watch that. Yeah, I, I, it's got fucking Don the Dragon Wilson in it. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, Don the Dragon Wilson's in that thing, man. Yeah, There's I, nothing wrong with that movie. That was when he was filming Blood Fist 9, I think, right? Uh, probably 21 yeah, or something. 21 or something like that. Don the Dragon Wilson. <laughs> Man, there, there's a dude who should have and could have been more in a different era. I think he. I think he was. I. Yeah. I, I, yeah. He. He just. He, he came and went too soon. <laughs> yeah. Super talented martial artist. Mm-hmm. Not a awful actor, but What's just in a bunch of shitty movies. Yeah, because um, who's that guy? Who's that other martial artist uh, who's kind of like Jeff Speakman? No, no. <laughs> Jeff Speakman's in a uh, god. He's in a league of his own. He's there, that guy's in a league of his own. Who's that other guy who's on the uh, Iron Chef? Oh god, I know who you're talking about. The dude from The Crow. Yeah. Um, also in Hawaii Five. Mark Oak. Mark DeCascos. DeCascos, yeah, yeah. I want I want Don the Dragon Wilson to have his job. You want Don the Dragon Wilson to be the new Mark DeCascos. I wish he had his t- his level of success. Man. But not any of those guys. It is Bill's super foot walls. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Superfoot's the man. Yeah, that guy's the that guy's the man. <laughs> Burped live on air during like a UFC. <laughs> like just talking about <laughs> I can't remember who he's talking about, just just talking. And he, it, it, I'm pretty sure it was Superfoot. He's just like talking about like things that happen in the fight, and he just burped, <laughs> and then kept on going. Excuse me, kept on going. Like <laughs> that guy, that guy recovered like a madman. <laughs> that guy, that guy. Oh, it's incredible. What a, what a gentleman. 
God, going back to uh, some comic booky shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you if you ever watch. I never watched Supernatural. I tried to get into it, and it was just like no, I can't get into it. Yeah, not for like not for the show. It's just I always feel like there's so much there that I can't. I can't. Like I can't watch 13 years of TV. No, I I, I couldn't. I was You'd like, have to you binge it. Yeah, because you have to if you binge you have to binge it or. But there's so much there's, there's so much other good stuff out there. I'm like that's, I, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm, and I'm not that there's not great stuff in Supernatural. I remember the first season I saw and I liked it. And uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in it, and he mm-hmm. was really good. Like all, they were all really good, but it just kept fucking kept, kept going. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't stop, man. Yeah, it's like a soap opera now. Yeah, but um, they're crossing over at Scooby Doo. They're gonna do an animated episode where they're gonna become in the supernatural world with the Scooby Doo world. Really? Yeah, and I can't wait because like I love Scooby Doo. Throw, throw, throw in John Cena because he makes those Scooby Doo cartoons. Yeah, he's been in a bunch. Of, he's done Flintstones. He's done Scooby Doo. Like WWE. Throw, that's all. Yeah, throw, throw that guy in there. Yeah. But why not, man? But I can't wait. Supernatural like John Cena? <laughs> I think they're going to call it Scooby Natural. Scooby Guest starring John Cena. John Cena, yeah. Fighting the Miz. <laughs> there was a weird like Rick and Morty moment in the one where they go to the, the Thunderdome thing. The Mad Max world. Yeah. Or I'm pretty sure that arm is supposed to be John Cena. Morty's arm. Yeah. Because they inject him with the, the fucking arm from the dead body there. Yeah. Gets huge and beats the shit out of people. But at one point, <laughs> he does the you can't see me thing. It's pretty, it's pretty good. <laughs> Fuck, Rick and Morty's just really good, Rick man. Rick and Morty's awesome. If you're not watching that show, yeah, there's, you're, there's yeah, yeah go give that show a chance. That, that show's awesome. Man, uh, the writer from The Invisible Man just left. The Johnny Depp? The Johnny Depp <laughs> I don't know, man. Apparently, he's part of that Dark Universe shit that never took off. Oh, that that that, that whole universe is dead. I think it's gone, man. Yeah. I, I think it's I just think it's completely disappeared. Mm-hmm. They tried so hard, too. They, they tried to force the concept of the Dark Universe in your throat. I didn't. Cause did you hear about... Did you watch that trailer? What trailer? Uh, for the Dark Universe, they had made a trailer for it. Oh no! Yeah, and Danny Elfman did the music for the trailer. Well, the, so they had one good thing. Yeah, the trailer, and it's all it. Uh, the trailer is all. All it is, it shows scenes from all the other dark, uh, the um, the, uh, the old school movies. The Universal Monster. Yeah, the movies. Universal Monster movies. Like they show like Frankenstein, Dracula, mm-hmm. the the Mummy, Invisible Man. That's what they should have done. D- no, the trailer. I'll show you the trailer afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's it's so wicked. It has and Danny, Danny Elfman did a new track for it. Well, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. But I I don't know. Like I mean, we grew up watching that shit. That was like Saturday that morning stuff, yeah. stuff, right? I mean, when we were younger, that stuff was on like all the time. Yeah, I'd watch it right after. I'd watch that right after. Um, uh, what was that TV show? Uh, Frankenstein and the Hilarious ho- the Hilarious House of uh, Oh yeah, Frankenstein. Frankenstein? Yeah. I love that show. Man, all those shows were great. We had some good shit growing up. Man, but yeah, I mean like all they had to do was was do like soft, not comedic, but just soft remakes yeah. of all that stuff mm-hmm. and make that like like lead that into a new Monster Squad. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Monster Squad was awesome. Monster Squad. And Monster was crazy. Squad, yeah, was the build up of all those characters. Yeah. So good. Oh man, yeah. I just Wolfman's got nads. Yeah, Wolfman's got nads. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfman's got nads. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you the tra- the trailer is fantastic. You look at that and it'll be like, okay, they're gonna do something with this, mm-hmm. and then you like, okay, so then the mummy came out and you're like, yeah. oh, Holy so they're shit. not. Oh, so she's got four pupils. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Johnny Depp's movie got uh, rewritten. So I don't I don't know what the hell's going on, but yeah, yeah I, I think or all the writers that is left dead. or something. Yeah. Um, and in line with that, the uh, the the water thing, they're a creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Turns out the shape of water. The Shape of Water is like pretty much a shot-for-shot remake of uh, the Space Between Us. Oh, is that right? student film from like 2015. Oh, is that right? Oh, okay. Yeah, not in a good way. It's not like oh, <laughs> really? It's like no, they're pissed about it. The Shape of Water people like uh, made the Shape of Water, or the, that, that's what it's called, right? That's the, Del Toro's the, uh, Del Toro's movie. movie. Yeah. But the Space Between Us is like a, a student film that was made like in the, in 2015, mm-hmm. which essentially is the same premise. Like a janitor falls in love with a water creature. Uh, he's in a he's in a confined like location. And she helps him break out and fall in so love. So Shape of Water is based on that movie? It's based on that movie. Well, it's not based on that movie. But that movie is saying, hey, you saw us and you ripped us off. 
Shape of but Del Toro was talking about how him and the the screenwriter for Shape of Water, yeah, uh, they've been communicating for like fifteen years or whatnot about this. Like it, it's an idea he's had since like the mid nineties. So uh, that can affect between Oscars or I don't know, man. Does Can't be affected more than James Franco getting stiffed. Oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that don't rape James Franco. <laughs> Everybody rapes. Yeah. That that thing that whole thing is becoming. Uh, it's a takedown on everybody. It's a takedown on everybody. It's a takedown on everybody, and it's got. I mean, it's here. Here's my here's my love hate with it. It's a necessary takedown of greasy fucking people in Hollywood. Yeah. But it's going to inevitably dip its toes in the waters of hypocrisy. Yep. Because you can't call out Meryl Streep and the same time not say the same thing about like Victor Salva, like yeah. shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be there. So like, you got you people just don't load your guns yet. Like, put the gun in your pocket, have it holstered, don't chamber the round. Mm-hmm. But right now what's happening is, like, the gun's being pulled out and people are getting shot. And then afterwards, like, well, you worked with Woody Allen on four movies, so, like, what the fuck? Like, you can't you yeah. can't be a hypocrite. Like, you know, there's going to be so much hypocrisy in this thing. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to be cool, man. Like, let the scumbags get taken down. And if Franco's a scumbag, let him get taken down. Yeah, but absolutely. Yeah, you can't you can't be like, Meryl Streep is a hypocritic bitch. And it's like, well, you fucking, you know, you defended a pedophile. Yeah. You defended a convicted fucking registered sex offender who touched little boys and made kitty porn yeah. and hoarded kitty porn. Yeah. Like you can't defend that motherfucker and then call him Meryl Streep. Like you gotta you gotta not load your gun. Don't chamber your round. Mm-hmm. Load your gun, don't chamber your round. Yeah. But um yeah, James Franco he's getting fucked in the Oscar. <laughs> That's but I feel bad for what's his name? The the guy he's playing in the movie. The the crazy guy. The oh yeah. yeah I'm yeah. from New Orleans, but yeah. he's not from New Orleans. Yeah, I knew where he's f- I, yeah, <laughs> I can't remember his problem. That's his name. Tommy. Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. I kind of yeah, feel Tommy bad Wiseau, for Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. I, I feel less shitty for James Franco because if he's a dirty fucking rapist, take him down. But Tommy Wiseau had like an Oscar moment. Like his movie is going to go to the Oscars, but the guy playing him won't go, so he doesn't get to go in a sense. Yeah. It's weird, man. Yeah, it's weird. It's like uh, the guy who, uh, um, you know the guy who plays, uh, Rich, uh, you know, uh, Gabe Kaplan? Yeah. Uh, I, I know. Gabe. Car- yeah. He fucking welcome back, Cotter, yeah, Gabe Kaplan. He, um, uh, he said a joke. He's like, "Yeah, there was a guy. I heard there was a guy imitating me over the on a, on when he was doing stand up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a guy who's imitating me who makes more money than than I do. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's awful. And that, that would and that's not. He goes, and that was just a little while. That was just like in when I was in my prime. Wow, that's awful. I was like, oh my god, that's what bad things were for Gabe, good old Gabe Kaplan. <laughs> Gabe Kaplan, welcome back, Cotter. What a great show. Yeah. What a great show, John Travolta. Yep. Vinny Barbarino. <laughs> Mr. Carter. <laughs> Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter. my hair. <laughs> I, I feel like nothing. <laughs> Up your nose with a rubber hose. We're just going to ask this episode's going to devolve into us doing a bad Travolta. Man. Bob, 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 <laughs> Get off Bob. my case. <laughs> Potato face. <laughs> oh, Hi man. Hi there. <laughs> What's that? Hi there. <laughs> Washington. Man, like, what boom, a bunch boom, of great boom. characters. Yeah, Boom Boom Washington. Boom Boom Washington. Now, that show should have gotten a remake. Yeah, like, Freddy, like a Freddy legit. Boom Boom Washington. Juan Epstein, the Puerto Rican Jew. The Puerto Rican Jew. Yeah. If you remade that show in the way it looked and the way it played, and you played it, like, the same way it was then today. Yeah. Make it a show that's set in the 70s. Total period piece. Yeah. It still does well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's hilarious. That yeah. That's, like, the last era. I, I, I think we talked about it here already. The last era when you felt like you could live in one of those movie sets, like the TV sets. Yeah. I think um, uh, another show that did really well was uh, David WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah, like The Office, the bullpen. The bullpen. <laughs> it was weird, man. It looked like you could actually work in there and be a part of that. Yeah. Like, did you see the uh, did you see our, that WhatsApp group chat that we're doing today about how I was shooting uh, 
I was talking about the 4K Blu-rays. I meant to get a new audio system. I did. I had to mute that because I was just like, I was contributing nothing. Oh, no, no, no. So no we, should, we should mention. So everybody everybody does it. Yeah. Everybody has group chats. Mm-hmm. And we have a group chat for this where it's you and me and Raji. Mm-hmm. The same way I've got when the other guys are coming. Yeah. Uh, we do these little chats. I tend to just start fucking around in that one. Like, I have no interest in talking about anything. Yeah. I think today I got mad at farmers for no reason. Like, I was like, Fuck. Yeah, yeah you, yeah, you went off on a tangent. Yeah, on, um, a, on a rant about why the farming industry is destroying Blu-ray technology. Yeah. And it was just, just for fucking around. So if you're a farmer and you're listening, don't get mad. <laughs> I eat veggies. I thank a farmer. You know, that whole mop on a face like a shoe song <laughs> from Sesame Street when you were kids. <laughs> I used to sing it a lot. Farmers are good people. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're no fucking dairy farm. No, <laughs> I'm not going to get into the rant here, but I didn't go on. Yeah. Um, uh, I was uh, I was actually get, I was getting an Uber and uh, – uh, uh, no, sorry, I was, I was getting a, a shuttle back to my dealership. And I, the guy was uh, – my shuttle driver was an old guy. He was, uh, um, I said, Uber talking about music and like stuff like that. How old are we talking here? Yeah. Oh, he was like uh, 65, 70. Okay. And um, I said uh, – uh, we were talking about music and stuff. He goes, I said, oh, what do you li-? he says, what do you, you want to listen to? I said, oh, he goes, uh, uh, I'm like, oh, I don't know, whatever you have. He's like, no, no. He's like, what do you want to listen to? Um, I said, <laughs> I said uh, I'm like, do you have any? I he said, wants to prove he's cool. Yeah. He's like, I'm like, do you have any muse? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. You want to hear, uh, he goes, oh, you want to hear drones or you want to hear uh, um, <laughs> uh, Second Law? Like, what do you want to hear? I'm like, what the f-? I'm like, I'm like, uh, put on drones. And he's like, uh, he goes, oh, you like muse? He goes, like, muse? He's like, yeah, these are really good. He's like, what else do you listen to? So I told him, like, oh, yeah, I like Depeche Mode, Massive Attack, mm-hmm. all that stuff. He's like, uh, he goes, oh, yeah, that, movie, that music is great. I said, uh, you gotta remember, he was like our age when that stuff came out. Yeah. So for him, that's like not a big deal. Yeah. And I said, um, then we started talking. Like, what'd you, what'd you do before this? And he's like, oh, I was a, uh, I was a DJ. Well, there you go. Yeah. And I said, he said, so it was relevant to his life. Oh yeah. And I yeah. said, I said, how much? I said, how many records do you have? And he's like, oh, vinyl. He's like, oh god. He's like, I have my basement's full. My <laughs> wife is like telling me to get that, sh- get oh my god. stuff out. I said, well, no, I'll have to get rid of you then. And I said, uh, I'm like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, yeah. He goes, when were you DJing? And he's like, oh, probably like late seventies, early eighties. I said, uh, <laughs> how often did you watch WKRP in Cincinnati? He's like, that show was, he goes, that was my show. Now, that's that's cool to hear, man. Yeah, I, I love like that. I'm like, I love that. Yeah. Dude, like, we loved it. Mm-hmm. I know, like, our parents, like, my dad was crazy for that show. Mm-hmm. But, like, I never I never thought about how DJs would watch that. Like, mm-hmm. me, I watch shows where they, like, we worked security in bars. We were bouncers. Mm-hmm. I watch shows portray bouncers. I'm like, that's fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, nobody acts like that. Yeah, you didn't you watch know? you didn't watch Roadhouse and take lessons from it, obviously, right? No, actually, you know, <laughs> like that's a running joke in the bar industry that exactly. Roadhouse actually has tons of really good lessons in it. Absolutely, be yeah. nice. Yeah, just be a nice guy. Like his lessons in Road. I'm not gonna get on a rant here, but Roadhouse has some legitimate fucking lessons. But nobody gets into like you know kung fu fights in bars. Mm-hmm. If you kick, if you head kick a guy in a bar, you're gonna get murdered. Yeah, don't do that. That's fucking stupid. I do have a great story about that. Actually, working out one time <laughs> in 20 years, but. I always wondered, like a DJ, how did he view WKRP? Was it accurate? Was it like, mm-hmm. you know, were you all just fucking coked up in the seventies, playing whatever you want, saying oh, yeah. booger on the air? Yeah, he was like, he s- I said, how was it? And he's like, where were you doing it? And he's like, oh, I was, I was on West Coast, I was in Vancouver. Oh wow! And uh, he goes, yeah, I would just, uh, uh, we would just spin. The office manager would come in and be like, guys, you have to play, you have to start playing this more. We have to. Mm-hmm. Play. He goes, but no, I goes, I had the freedom to play whatever I wanted. That's really he's cool, like, man. The manager was this, and I had my other DJ beside there, and I'm like, was he black? And he's like, uh, no, but. Uh, I, w- I worked with one a black guy once. Mm-hmm. I goes, it was the greatest three years of my life. 
<laughs> in the seventies, yeah. as a DJ. Yeah, and he said he goes, yeah. He introduced me to like so much other music. He had his Venus flytrap. Yeah. Well, mu- the music then too, right? Was like it was segregated. Mm-hmm. Like white guys listen to white people music. Yeah. And black guys listen to black people music. Yeah, and yeah, it was crazy. Like th- his stories were like were crazy. And uh, uh, I'm like, was there a Lonnie Anderson around the set? And he's like, no. Goes, if, if there was one there, she goes, yeah, she would have been uh, she would have eaten alive. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's that's like the era, right? Yeah. That's like everybody was just like stoned and oh yeah, mustaches and wavy hair and oh, yeah. fucking tight t-shirts and bell bottoms. Oh yeah, this guy there was like ch- there hard was on just thinking about that era. Yeah, this guy, <laughs> this guy was in the back. He didn't say a word to us. He was just, we forgot he was there. You got another guy? Oh yeah, this guy was <laughs> behind us. He had no idea what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, the guy in the back in the fucking. I think he missed his. That's pick. the best part. You you should have you you buried the lead. <laughs> that's like uh, that's the best punchline. <laughs> oh, the guy in the back didn't know the hell we were talking about. Just sat there with a dumb fucking look on his face. Exactly. He's like, oh yeah, you're still back there. I forgot about that. Because it, it was a it was a minivan. So you're like, supposed to drop me off ten stops ago. Exactly. He goes, I don't live in the West End. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn. I gotta take a bu- I gotta take a train to Century Park. <laughs> that is awesome. That is funny, man. Fuck. There. Yeah. That, that was the era of TV. That was some, there was some great shit. But yeah, WKRP was so fucking good. Yeah. We've, we've we've mentioned it here over and over again. Raji's a huge fan, just like us. Huge fan. He got the Shell Factory disc set. It's yep. got like I think like eighty or ninety percent of the original music back. Yeah. That was like a big. That was a big spot you to the fans, thing, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. When we were kids, you'd watch WKRP and he would spin. I think it was like uh, Layla, Layla when he would say Booger again on the air. Doctor Johnny Fever yep. was the main DJ. For anybody who doesn't know, and he got kicked off the air in California for saying Booger. Mm-hmm. Which like a dirty word in the seventies on yeah. the air, and then when they brought him back to Cincinnati, they let him say it on the air. They gave him free reign to do whatever he wanted to do, and he spins Layla, and that's like right the the second the second part of Layla with the guitar solo. Yeah, or uh, the first part, sorry. And then he says Booger, just as a fuck you to the, the people who fired him. Yeah. And then like when you would watch it again, that'd be gone. And like, well, what happened to all the music? And all the music got wiped because mm-hmm. like the the licenses were up. Yeah. And then Shell Factory went nuts to get them all back. Yeah. They like recovered like eighty to eighty five to ninety percent of the music, mm-hmm. which is a lot of music. Yeah, Shell Factory's awesome. Yeah, man. Fuck we should, we should, yeah. I guess they don't need a plug from us, but yeah, go to Shell Factory and get your Blu-rays from there and order them. Don't go to Amazon. Send us free stuff. Yeah, and Shell Factory, send us free stuff. Please, please. Um, <laughs> Black Dynamite too. Yeah, speaking of like cool ass black people, what do you think about that? I'm so excited, man! Black Dynamite was such a good movie. Yeah, really jacked for mm-hmm. Black Dynamite too. Yeah, I agree. I would love to see that. As long as he's got more like, like it's just gonna be weird. It doesn't have to be weird, er. Mm-hmm. It just, it just give me more weird. Give me more of what the first one gave me. Oh yeah, absolutely. I want it to be like really, really like out there. Yeah. Because I, 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 I hate seeing, seeing traditional shit now. I want to see stuff that's just gonna like be like. I, I, I'm like, I gotta watch that again. Well, it goes yeah. back to what we talked about earlier, right? I mean, um, not to not to go too far away from like the the pop culture part of the show, but like the whole thing about where just make good stuff, mm-hmm. make make things that are like relevant, creatively relevant, and just like like different. Mm-hmm. I, I just like that the standard, the status quo is getting boring. It is, yeah. and like the new status quo is boring. Mm-hmm. Like it's all the same. Like everybody just wants to be like Instagram famous and make some like like funny little videos and shit online. Yeah. Like we kind of thought it was gonna be dead, and it's just the same thing over and over again. Make like make cool new shit. Yeah, like Black Dynamite people love it because it was just so like bizarre. Mm-hmm. Fucking porn stars, fucking and selling porn stars, coke and yeah. Ah, oh, what a great uh, show. Ah, yeah. Still haven't seen the Last Jedi. I'm not actively avoiding it, but I just haven't gotten around to ah, it. Fucking I feel like I'm in. I, this shit. Yeah, I, I think it. I think I've aged out of Star Wars. Yep, I'm in the same way. Yeah, where it's just like let the kids love it. Let them mm-hmm. let them enjoy it for thirty years, mm-hmm. but it's just maybe I'm just done with it. Yeah, exactly. And the yeah. thing is, like, I think I'm so old that I feel bad insulting it. Like I'm, I should, I'm in no position to. Yeah, insult we've it. aged out. It'd be like yeah. getting mad at Barney cartoons. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about it anymore. Like I, everyone goes out of something. Yeah, I'm out of Star Wars. 
That's just it. We, yeah, we're just going on to Star Wars. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad, but we should be happy to have other things that have like a cool mythology to them. Yeah, like I would um, – see, that's the thing. That's why um, I, keep br- I, ke- I keep beating this point to like, like to the ground. But I want, uh, um, I want aliens to have the same kind of uh, universe that's like a rich universe that Star Wars has. Yeah, we're never gonna get and that. We're, n- we're never gonna get that. No, not not until like Ridley Scott is in the cold, cold ground. Like <laughs> we're yeah. never gonna get that. He's got too much control in that universe. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, I don't know how much control he's got, but they keep giving it to him. So well, the we'll never get it. Yeah, the thing is too is that um, like I have um, I got the uh, I got. Um, Alien Covenant, um, mm-hmm. and I was going through it, and um, granted, the execution of the movie is not the best, mm-hmm. but uh, the universe that uni- that Ridley Scott's trying to create, mm-hmm. like the backstory, like making it more about the the uh, uh, the j- uh, the androids, yeah, I like that. You're actually pretty happy. About I it. actually like that. Like the more like I go into it, and the more like I was reading to the special features, and, like going mm-hmm. through what what David's going through, um, uh, I like that. Now the execution of the movie, yeah, I could see. T- I totally understand problems. Why. There, there's there's tons of problems. Okay, I get that movie a six out of ten, basically. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's above average, man. Yeah. So like I would uh so um but um from where the universe is, t- where like the foundation of it, what he's trying to do, mm-hmm. um, I don't mind other alien action movies. Let's say if they 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 go off and they make like, uh, like Neil Blomkamp makes like a. A crazy sci-fi movie, where like an alien movie, where it's like balls to the walls action, right? Mm-hmm. I don't mind that because that can take place. That's gonna take place after all after th- all this stuff, all this stuff that alien that that really Scott's doing. Mm-hmm. So, I I would like to see both universes exist, both stories being told. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would love to see where David goes from here. I man, like I'm, I'm not unfortunately, and and again, not trying to avoid it, but I just haven't gotten around to that either. So I really have no idea. What's oh, Alien: uh, uh, A Covenant. Yeah, man. I mean, like I've no, that's I, I saw yeah. Prometheus. Mm-hmm. I, I saw that one. That's a thing that happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I haven't seen haven't seen Covenant yet. Yeah, like what what David does in uh in Covenant, in Covenant. is is um and like I said, like the, the whole movie is about like him. Uh, uh, the whole movie is like it wasn't 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 executed well in a lot of people's mm-hmm. uh, minds. But what David is doing is is literally crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, like what he, he's insane. Yeah, I, I and he's an android. Cool, that's cool, but like yeah. I, I kind of feel like, like as as the guy who watched it as a kid mm-hmm. growing up and enjoyed it, and whatnot. Like I'm having the same feelings now. Like I, I know you're enthusiastic for it, and that's cool. I know that like other people who've been here are enthusiastic for it. People I talk to like it. I just like, I don't know. I was so let down by a lot of a lot of like f- like revisiting franchises. And people bitching about like Star Wars. Oh yeah, like no, no, I totally understand that. That you've yeah. killed my childhood. Nothing destroyed your childhood, you know, unless you you had like you know you found a dead body in the woods. Mm-hmm. Nothing destroyed your childhood. Yeah. So like I hear all that kind of stuff. I think I'm more reluctant to get into like uh like that revisionist, mm-hmm. not revisionist, uh revisiting those movies. Yeah. Like I have no desire to revisit them anymore. No, that's fair. I enough. don't care about uh, Alien. I barely care about. I don't care. Honestly, God, I, as much I hate saying it, the Ghostbusters. You go back to it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You've already shown me that you don't give a shit. So why should I give a shit? Exactly. Yeah. You know, like if, um, I, if I watch Ghostbusters, I will watch Ghostbusters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll watch Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like there are things that I wouldn't mind seeing. Like I remember, like I, I always kind of come back to the one, the two things actually mm-hmm. that, that potentially had sequels that never happened. Yeah. Um, Gladiator. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see where they went with that. Mm-hmm. Like the the whole idea of doing a sequel to Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Like if Ridley Scott's gonna touch anything again, do that. 
Mm-hmm. Show like, are you gonna do? Are you gonna go crazy? Like, is it gonna be very God of War? Mm-hmm. Elysium? Does he wake up and become like a like an angel of death? Like, yeah. what's gonna happen there? Right? Yeah. That would have been cool to see. You never gave me that. Like, mm-hmm. give me weird shit. Give me like, give me things that I don't expect to see that are awesome. Like the whole idea of uh, as, as much as people shit on them, the M Night Shyamalan thing, or like uh, the new one there. Yeah. The the one with um, that 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 kid who got jacked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fucking yeah. Professor X. Mm-hmm. How that's a tie-in to Unbreakable? Mm-hmm. Like, give me more of that. Yeah. Like, give me give me more weird shit that I don't expect. And all of a sudden, like Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. I didn't think this 10 Cloverfield Lane was going to happen. Yeah. And then the new one, whatever the hell it's called, that's another tie-in. Yeah. I want more stuff that I don't expect to get sequels. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, just revisiting that. Even Blade Runner. I'm like, I, again, I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. I know it's really good, and we've talked about it here, but, like, something in my head is, like, it just, it'll never... Like, I remember I always liked blue cotton candy as a little kid. Mm-hmm. And I came back to K-Days over here like four years ago. Yeah. I went to go get blue cotton candy. Yeah. It tasted like shit. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's fucking member berries. Mm-hmm. Like, you're never going to get the blue cotton candy again. Mm. You can't go back to that, that place you were as a little kid and suddenly, like, it's all the same. It's so great. Oh, no, I, I yeah, want it I, forever. It's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. No, I get your saying. It's yeah. going to be shit. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be shit. Yeah. The, um, but you should watch Blade Runner. Yeah, I, I'm told I'm, I'm probably gonna get around to it, yeah. but I'm in no rush to get around to it because that block in my head is. Do you there. want it? I should have brought it. What am I gonna watch it? I might get a Blu-ray player. Well, I'll give it to you. You can have the digital copy. I well, there you go. But I will. I I will. Do you, do you watch on your? Uh, I will acquire it in a manner that is legal. No, no, no. I <laughs> have no. No, you can have. I I'll have it on my 4K. It's a it's a real digital copy. That's cool, man. Yeah, I'll probably pull it off like that. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably watch that version. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I mean. I want to see, like, yeah, I would rather yeah. see that than see something else. Mm-hmm. Like, I, w- I, w- I would rather see something, oh, not, not not Blade Runner. I, w- I would rather see you revisit some weird shit that I don't expect you to revisit mm-hmm. than, than see that thing. Yeah, because I think, yeah, for, for Co- Co- Covenant, for me, even this next Alien movie, mm-hmm. I, like, to be honest, I could really care, not less, but, like, I'd be like, I, I'm But not there's a space there. I, yeah, I would, I, would f- I would focus more on David mm-hmm. than the actual Aliens. I would. And do that. Yeah. yeah like that's, that's what he should do that. Yeah. Because I, I don't care about, like, the, the alien. The, the alien yeah, gr- aliens are awesome. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're the perfect species, and uh, they're David's creation. But, like, uh, I would uh, um, I would watch it for him. Cause, and plus, it's, it, it's a, it, the character is crazy, and it's played by a fantastic actor. Yeah. So if you have a great ca- character that you, bl- that you love, yep. and it's played by an actor you respect, and, and it's done really well, um, well, I can make a shitty movie better. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, and that's what he does. Yeah. Um, like Michael Fassbender, it's like he's like enigmatic mm-hmm. as uh, as David. That, and that's cool. Like yeah. I mean, I think like with Alien too, it's like the the idea of the xenomorph, the concept of being scared by by the alien. Mm-hmm. Not anymore, man. No, um, no, no. Like, it's yeah, not a no, scary thing anymore. No, not not at all. I would just uh, like if I want if I like if I want to see that, mm-hmm. I'll watch the originals. I'll watch the original. Yeah, exactly. And I'll watch it in the dark. And I'll you know I'm like okay, I'm now I'm in a mood to be scared. I'm not gonna be scared in a movie theater at four thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, like, I'm a grown up. Exactly. Like, I mean, I'm watching. I get, that's the thing when I see like adults, and and I get the idea of a jump scare. I I understand that's a scary thing when somebody's like it's quiet, 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 boom, it's terrifying. Oh my god, what happened? Jumped out of nowhere. Yeah. But that's, like a, that's that's a, cool. That's a tactic, right? That's a, it's a tactic. It's a gimmick. Yeah, it's a gimmick, man. Yeah. Like I want you to like I want you to scare me to where like I go home and contemplate going to bed because I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna wake up. Yeah. Like remember that Calvin and Hobbes cartoon when uh, he's looking at the puddle mm-hmm. and he says to he says to Hobbes he's like you ever wonder like you know when I move the person in the puddle like ceases to exist and Hobbes is like what if you're the guy in the puddle? What if he's the real one? And Calvin just stands there staring at the puddle because he's like whoa I don't yeah. I don't wanna move now. Give me that as a scare. Yeah. Make a movie that that makes me scared like that. Yeah. 
Like, I don't want to leave the theater because, like, maybe I'm the reflection. Oh, yeah. I just, because I think when you watch those older movies that give you, that used to give you a scare, mm-hmm. when you watch those, you go back in time. And yeah. you'll be like, you know what? This, uh, um, because even, like, when I watch Aliens, you know when the, I- when the, when the, they're about to kill Burke and the final stand, mm-hmm. I think that scene still, like, like, it just, like, it, it, it it's, uh, it's, I'm just uh, attached to Iconic it. moments in great movies. It's yeah, you're just like, yeah. holy crap. This, this is, that one scene is better than any, like, That's the blue cotton candy. Movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the blue cotton candy. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't have that anymore. Like, nope. I mean, Ridley Scott will never recreate the blue cotton candy in your little kid. No, and, and uh, you can't make another J- Aliens movie like that. No, it's, it can't be done. Yeah, that's that's gold. Movies in general, man. Like, I mean, movies just kind of suck now. Oh, yeah. You, I, like, you think the new Predator's going to be any better than the original? No, I think it's going to be probably, like, way, way worse than the worst thing you're thinking is going to be. Exactly. I feel like the new Predator, and this isn't just me being one of those, like, cynical kind of guys. I just don't think, because, and it could be great. If it's the first one you watch. If you show that to, like, a 10-year-old today, yeah. like, here's Predator, and they watch that one, they'll probably love it. Yeah. They'll love it, and they'll go back and watch the other ones. But like, oh, they're all really good, but I always think about this new Predator movie. Mm-hmm. They got, it was really good, and I'm sure it's going to be great. But, like, in our head, it's all going to be garbage. Like, everything's going to suck for us because we're, we're used to, like, the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. And the 70s. It's like, raw. It was raw. Like, there was this weird thing that I always kind of think of, uh, like, in the sense that, like, we grew up with movies where they were making great movies 20 years before we were born, mm-hmm. and we got to catch up on that shit. As we were watching great movies they were making. Yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, ideas stagnated. Yeah. And then, like, things like Reality Bites happened. Mm-hmm. And then, like, fucking rom-coms happened. Yeah. And they remake Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. Like, over and over and over again. Uh, yeah. The same yeah. fucking movie. Oh, yeah, because they, they, the movies are just made to make money. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And we're, whereas, like, they, they're, it's not like they didn't have the confidence that, you know what? No. We don't need to, like, change the script because we know we have a hit on our hands. We have so a hit on yeah, our hands. Yeah. Like, just leave us alone. We'll make this a, yep. a, a success. Yeah. And then, like, the idea of, like, award season. Like what's gonna make what's gonna make the most money in the awards and shit? It's like it's all bought and paid for. Oh yeah. Like I mean, if anybody thinks like a box office matters, like you know, well, talk to Quentin Tarantino being locked up a theater because Disney didn't want him to succeed. Yeah. You know, look at like the whole idea of Rotten Tomatoes being owned by companies mm-hmm. that like only let their their like, they they restrict access to people who are gonna give shitty reviews or good reviews. Yeah. Because they want better or shitty reviews for certain movies, right? Yeah. Like everything is bought and paid for, and all we see is the same horse shit over and over again. Yeah. And that's why I think movies suck. I think I think like the creativity aspect. Especially when people try is like either compromised or just laziness eventually takes over. Yeah. Or you let some a director with like a an overinflated sense of his history, like Ridley Scott, mm-hmm. who's like, oh, I, all I make is hits, all I make is great. Well, you made a movie about Egypt that fucking sucked. Yeah. Like you make a lot of shitty movies, but you've made a bunch of really good ones. Mm-hmm. But you're like, you know, you just think that your ass the your your ass that like check writing motherfucking machine that's always gonna make hits. Yeah. No, nah, man, you you make shitty movies too. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, like uh, all these movies are kind of shit. And then the whole blue cotton candy thing. Well, like I, it'll never be as good as I remember it either. Mm-hmm. So just like give me something in like crazy. That's why I appreciate like Cloud Atlas. Mm-hmm. Weird fucking movies. Cloud Atlas was great. Like they get hated. They get so much hate because it's like yeah. I couldn't follow any of that. It's like oh good. Seriously, what are you afraid to start trying something different? Yeah, yeah. Like, like try something different. Like just like think for yourself and try weird different shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, or at least like give it a try. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're going like, to... It's not like you have to sit there and watch it. Like, watch it like a... Watch it like a Fellini movie, man. Like, yeah. you think people, like, sat in the theater like, well, I don't get any of this stuff. This is garbage. No, man, it was weird and different. Yeah. It was so out there. Mm-hmm. Like, all these movies are so crazy. But it's like, no, all you think about is like, oh, you know, I couldn't really follow it. But that's why, like, that's why NCIS as well. Mm-hmm. Longest running fucking procedural show on TV, right? Yeah. It's like the same goddamn story every Every week. single fucking time. Every episode yeah. starts with something. Well, not just that, but like CSI, all that stuff. Every episode starts with somebody, like, getting their brains blown out. There's a fucking cherry pie on the floor. Then you go, like, find out who did it. Turns out it's like the brother of the guy you didn't expect. 
You know, look at the guest stars, right? That old joke about Law and Order. Look at the most famous person on the list of guest stars. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who did it. Mm-hmm. Skip to the end. Walk away. Yeah. You, know, you Betty White watch that shit. You Betty watch. Yeah. <laughs> you right. Betty White watch it. Oh, yeah. Betty White's a guest star. Guess what? She murdered a guy. She fucking killed someone. Yeah. She was also in Lake Placid, which is a remake of Star Wars. That's a hill I'm fucking dying on. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the way that is. <laughs> yeah, Lake Placid. Like, really? At that time, we're gonna make a movie about a giant alligator in Lake Placid that just fucking starts murdering people. And you know what? It's a remake of Star Wars. It's a remake of Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah, like, how weird of a concept is that? Yeah. G- give me that shit. Mm-hmm. Give yeah. me a movie about people in the real world that all have octopuses for heads and nobody references it. Mm. But it's all real. It's all real. It's just like going out on dates. Yeah. Don't, don't even talk about the octopuses. Just mm-hmm. give me a movie about people whose heads are octopuses and play it straight. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah. There's, there's your next blockbuster. Mm-hmm. That could have been Hitch. They could have redone a hitch with octopus heads. <laughs> and I'd have been like, holy shit, and never fucking reference the octopus heads. Yeah. So that when you're watching it and like somebody walks in the room like, what is this? So like, I don't know, man. But like everybody's playing straight. Mm-hmm. It's like a fucking, it's like a Woody Allen movie. Yeah. Where everybody's just dating and they're walking around and they're going out and they're like, you know, fucking jerking off on each other. But it's like all octopus heads. <laughs> and nobody's talking about it. Like nobody's even mentioned that guy. Like, I mean, like, and there's black octopuses. Mm-hmm. There's white octopuses. Like some got makeup on. Like, some do their eyelashes and shit, but they're just fucking octopus head people. <laughs> and nobody, fu- like, nobody even, like, thinks about it. And a, g- a guy should walk up with a bear head and, it, like, freaks the octopus people out. Like, to them, they're like, oh, nobody's, like, that dude's got a bear head. Like, nobody's even fucking talking about it. That guy's head's a bear head. What the fuck? That would be great. <laughs> that would be so awesome. That's the kind of shit I want to see. That's what you want to see. I, like, just don't even, like, yeah, completely fucking not even talking about it. Mm. This octopus head movie. Oh, oh, I was gonna tell you. I'm um, sorry for that rant. No, I, no, I, I see you trying to get away from it because it's weird. No, 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 as no, I'm no, going no, to place. This just actually just hit my head. Um, did you uh, see uh, the um, the Godzilla cartoon? Oh, on the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch it? I did not because um, again, Shin Godzilla was so good. Yeah. I don't want Shin Godzilla tainted in my head. Wow. It's, it's quite good, huh? It's uh, an animated series. Yeah, and the animation is. Wow. I did see the trailer and it looked it's really good. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. He's huge in this too. Yeah, and the guy who play, plays his voice, mm. his voice is like it's like uh it sounds like a a white guy like it, it, the way he does it it's it's a, it's a it's Oh wait, a, Godzilla talks? No, no, no. The, the, the guy there who plays the lead? Okay. Oh, the, the main character. All right. You could tell this guy all this guy this guy studied Japanese like voiceover dubs. Really? As like I'm a I'm he goes I'm going to do it right. I'm going to do it right. It's like Kenny Omega. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then he just the way he does it it's like uh Oh, it's it's perfect. Like it's it's so well done. I will I will give that a watch. Give that a, give that a watch. I will I will watch it and I will enjoy it more while the characters are locked up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fine, I'm so fucking pissed off with this whole idea. Like the the same shit. I'm getting. I think I think I might have hit a breaking point today, where I'm just gonna I'm gonna devil's advocate fucking everything now. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Like I don't, I don't care about what people think about shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about the opposite of it, just mm. on purpose, not to be a dick, but just on purpose. Yeah. To see if I can find something relevant to latch onto. Maybe I'll make the movie about the octopus head people. Maybe you should. Yeah. Maybe I should, man. Yeah. I think we've uh, kind of hit our time here. My my rant. Oh shit. My yeah. aunt. My rant and my aunt rant. Your aunt rant. <laughs> my octopus rant. <laughs> I should uh, I should mention that today's show had backside attack on it. Yes. I don't think we did the whole intro. We're like no. Hello, we backside yeah, attack. Yeah, we went. Uh, we, we started rambling right at the beginning. Yeah, we kind of did. Mm-hmm. There was a, I had just seen an internet video that uh, made me happy that somebody's thinking outside of the box, mm-hmm. but still inside the box. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am at VixAid. Yes. This is the at BSFW podcast. Indeed. Uh, there's probably been a little bit of music during this. 
Yeah. Uh, because I made a longer version of it. Oh, did you? Yeah, that could go for a few minutes because I was like, yeah, yeah I'll, just, I'll just keep playing that. So while we're doing this kind of thing, we can Sounds go. Sounds good. Yeah, um, we are back to like semi-weekly. Like everybody's been, again, like we've revamped a bunch of stuff behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But um, we're back to weekly recording and weekly releasing as of this week. Excellent. Because uh, it's been it's been a weird, everybody's working. Like just, what can I say? Yeah. Everybody, everybody got weirdly successful all of a sudden. And now we're all working. Yep. Um, yeah. You should check out, if you get a chance. Handsome Dan's got a band. It's called Hell County X. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're good buddy, good buddy, friend of the show, Daryl Matthews. Okay. Uh, there will be links below. They're like doing a bunch of cool shit this year, man. They're gonna be playing in a show here, hopefully soon. Uh, they're rehearsing to play in like another. There's like a, like a competition or whatnot. They've mm-hmm. got they've got their music on albums overseas. Like they're actually doing really really well. Are they on iTunes or anything? Or uh, yeah, they're on iTunes as well. Oh, that's good. Funny that you should ask. Almost as if it was written somewhere on the table and you read that. No, I. No, yeah, they're uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally wrong. But um, yeah, they're available on iTunes. Hell County X. Mm-hmm. Uh, incredible, incredible fucking band. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you can also listen. My my cousin's album just just is on uh, is on iTunes. It as well. It just dropped on iTunes. Uh, it's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. But it uh, the the band name is Backside Attack. That's right, Backside Attack, mm-hmm. where you get your app from. Yeah. Funny how like that at wasn't taken. Ba- at backside attack. Yeah, backside attack. And it wasn't like at backside attack zero zero one. Yeah. Or like you know three eight two four. Yeah. Do you know two eight one four. Yeah. You know a lot of people when I get my when I get my email to actually uh, when I'm buying things and the girls ask me like oh, what's your email address mm-hmm. and I say backside attack. In the I bum. Yeah, I just say <laughs> I'm like um sorry um you're not uh sorry about the email you're not offended by that are you and they're like they're like no and they're like um and I was like oh, why would that be then she was like well you know. It sounds like butt sex. Yeah, it sounds like I'm attacking you from behind. She's like, and then she goes, uh, goes, oh no, he goes, you won't believe the stuff we've seen and we, stuff we've read. He goes, oh like, yeah, he goes, that's not a big deal. Just at all. look at Reddit usernames. Yeah, all of those are in email somewhere. Oh yeah, PM that's me your dick pics. Exactly, <laughs> it's like fucking at gmail dot com. Oh yeah, if the cashier is hot. Yeah, that's my icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> that's your icebreaker. I uh, I don't mean to offend you. Yeah, e- e- but it's a chemical chain reaction. Yeah, exactly. It's an SN two reaction. By it's the way. an SN two reaction, by the way. Yeah. Uh, science. Yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, even if she doesn't even need my email address, I'm like, oh, by the way, my email address is this. <laughs> oh, by the way, my email address is PM me your dick pics. Exactly. <laughs> I don't give out numbers again. What my email address? <laughs> uh, that's exactly what it is. Fuck, I, I, that's got to be a pickup line somewhere. Somebody's used that as a pickup line. Yeah. PM me your dick pics. Yeah. At gmail.com. Underscores between the PM underscore me underscore.